The following podcast is a part of RadioMisfits.com. And now it's time for the Mr. Nelson Show. Welcome to another episode of the Mr. Nelson Show. Episode 74. Mm, yes. Well, what a week. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, the good ship Trump seems to be yes. sinking. Huh? Oh, no. yes. yeah. oh, my, 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 my. And none too soon. Oh, no. <laughs> Flynn. <laughs> Is no more. Yeah, see, you D- wouldn't want to be. Uh, don't let the door hit you on the ass on the way out. Oh, God damn it. <laughs> I, I can't sit still and listen to this trashing of an honorable man. Oh, a hero. A true patriot. Uh, no. And that's why the, the greedy insiders and traitors what? within our own ranks. Oh, please. We're jealous of him and wanted him gone. Oh. Yeah, well, there does appear to be some people within the intelligence community. Yes, because they're intelligent. Uh, who are uh, declared war on Trump. Yeah, they should. And, uh, so, uh, and it looks like uh, they've drawn first blood here. Yes, they did. Because he was colluding with the Russians. And he was promising to pay off big time for their help what? in stealing the election nope. from Hillary. What? That's a bunch of horse. Yep. Well, you that? know it. Yeah, uh, <laughs> Red has a point here. What? You're really jumping the gun here. Oh, no, so, uh, no, really. No, this is ridiculous. I think we've got it by the balls now. And it's only a matter of time before he... Trump himself resigns. No, yes, not in your dreams. Because this is in the words of, of of the news media, like Dan Rather, oh. wonderful people like that, and uh, Chuck Todd about how this is worse than Watergate. <laughs> <laughs> Watergate resulted in several convictions, uh, actual crimes. Uh, here we have a man who resigned because he lied to the vice president about whether or not he discussed the sanctions with the ambassador from Russia. Uh, that's not really a crime. People are misleading people about what the Logan Amendment's about, uh, or the act, I mean. And uh, that's not true. Uh, so until we actually know the contents uh, of this call, which the NSA had spied on, <laughs> uh, we don't really know but, what was there. Yeah, but, uh, and, and, and it does leave me somewhat it, suspicious about it, what really happened. It, it, but um, We know enough, Mr. Nelson. This is over. Quit piddling around. You know this turd is floating in the bowl. It's time to flush it. Because this is the goods and we've got it. Everyone knows. And this is done, done, done. Everyone in the media knows this. Oh, they do? Well... Let's uh, take a listen to uh, two sides of the uh, of the issue uh, from a recent uh, little media debate, if you will, between uh, one of my favorite commentators and writers, uh, Ben Shapiro, okay. and uh, one of Lefty's heroes, Richard Fowler. Yay! Controversy tonight surrounding some of the dramatic media declarations in the wake of the General Flynn ouster. A column yes. in the New York Times put it on par with some of the most devastating attacks in our nation. Yes. Reading in part, quote, we were attacked on December 7th, 1941. Yes. We were attacked on September 11th, 2001. Yes. And we were attacked on November 8th, 2016. <laughs> exactly. oh, Dan God. Rather Thank added you. this. 
Watergate is the biggest <laughs> political scandal of my lifetime <laughs> until maybe now. And finally this <laughs> from Chuck Todd. One of what is arguably the biggest presidential scandal involving a foreign government since Iran-Contra. Oh, yes. Take a breath. Hyperbole aside, folks, oh, hunker really? down, because this is a Class 5 political hurricane exactly. that's hitting Washington. Oh, class 5 political hurricane. Ben Shapiro, <laughs> editor-in-chief of TheDailyWire.com, and Richard Fowler, nationally so syndicated stupid, radio yeah. host and Fox News contributor. Gentlemen, I hope you're hunkered down, uh, because this is big, down, big, big. <laughs> ben, what do you, what do you make funny. of all that? It's Hilarious. I mean, everybody sounds like a used car salesman trying to hop an old truck. The level of the level of outrage over something that we don't even know what happened yet. I mean, I'm still confused as to now. what Flynn did. That was supposed to be the worst thing that ever happened since the biblical plagues. And between Thomas Friedman, who apparently has the brain power of an overused hair dryer, and, and Dan Rather, the godfather of modern media fake news, talking about oh the biggest God. crisis that we've ever seen in modern political history. Again, what happened? I, I, that's it's a very simple. Like, do we do, should we know? Before we start nope. to freak out, lose our minds. Yeah. I mean, it's an excellent question, Richard. When you dig into the New York Times piece today, which you know started off declaring that there had been so much contact between the Trump campaign and Russia that it was just you know sort of it's so dramatic in the nature of it that they just had to dig and dig, and then it said, but we dug and dug, and so far we haven't found. Anything else in terms of a nefarious connection? They may, but we don't know that yet. I think, Mark, that you're right. We don't know. Um, we don't know that there is a crisis. I think the media is being a little rough on the Trumpster, but here's why. I think the reason why the media is being so rough on the Trumpster has everything to do with the fact that they could, they they've circled the wagons and they haven't released any information. A little bit of advice for the Donald if he's watching tonight, right? The first thing you do is you release these transcripts of the Intelligence Committee. They'll get it classified, get it over with, so you could move on. He's going to need political capital to pass. I remember when that argument was used for Hillary Clinton. Yeah, right. Get it all out there. Right? Because remember, he's going to need political capital to roll out infrastructure, his infrastructure package. He's going to need political capital to roll out his tax reforms. And right now, 90% yes. of Republicans like him. But if this drip, drip, drip continues, Martha, it could say, it could see, it could create doom for yeah, the Trump administration just 30 days in, yeah, 27 this, days put, in. Put up these exactly. headlines that we have because this story really Five broke a month ago. Worried there. Um, it was out there, you know, <laughs> intercepted Russian communication, part of inquiry into uh, Trump associates. And that yes. story back then, and a Washington Post story back then as well, said that they didn't find anything nefarious. They didn't find any connection between. Between these communications and uh, the election. Uh, they just found you know, that there was phone calls and there was contact that they were concerned about. We know Sally Yates brought that to the attention of the White House as well. Um, and then I want to remind everyone of this moment with President Obama a while back. Watch this. Yeah, here we go. This is pretty my last place, please. Yeah, and this my election, I have more so after the election, uh, we might be able to talk about that issue that's bothering you. Is that essentially what we think General Flynn may have said, Ben? No. I, I think it's basically the idea, the only difference being that President Obama was in the middle of an election cycle, and Flynn apparently said a lot of these things after the election cycle was over. It was like three weeks before he was appointed NSA. You know, Richard, you're giving a lot of advice to, to Donald Trump, and I agree with a lot of the advice that you're suggesting for the Trump administration, but some advice for the media. Guys, if you want people to take you seriously, you have to stop setting your hair on fire and running into plate glass windows before you even know what the hell is going on. I mean, you are jumping on every rake in a 300-mile radius before you even let all the facts. Out. We can't take you seriously unless you lay out a series of facts that we can believe instead of blowing up headlines. Like the, the headline on that New York Times piece could easily have been study show, investigation shows no casual links between Trump 
campaign and, and Russians. Yeah. The truth is, this investigation is, it's an investigation that's ongoing. You know, when you step on a rake, it can hit you in the head. Yeah. So once you've yeah, laid down right. these markers that this is Watergate, this is Pearl Harbor, this is 9-11, um, you better be very careful what you put out there. I think that has everything to do with money, the fact that Donald Trump has sort of taken, he's made the media enemy, right? You go out there in your press conference and say, well, yeah, Mike Flynn didn't resign, which really did happen. He, I didn't accept resignation, which really did happen, and say, I blame this all on fake news. What you begin to do is, you you put the media's best reaction is, well, listen, here's all the news, here's all the facts. But what is fake is fake. Out. And I think Donald should be more concerned about leakers in the White House and throughout the government than he could be, should be concerned about the media and quote unquote fake news. Mm. Well, all right, good points all around. Richard Thank you very much, gentlemen. Good to see you tonight. Oh, Martha. So, is, uh, hey. uh, Man, I'm surprised that Fowler dude made some points there. Yeah, you got a point there, Ed, about his point. Because, uh, yeah, uh, Trump needs to uh, figure out who these leaks are and uh, deal with them uh, in a proper manner because that those are crimes. But, uh, but no, uh, wait, yeah. No. So, no, 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 listen, this is ridiculous. Uh, uh, haven't you ever heard of the concept of whistleblowers? So, it is yeah, just to be revealed. Yeah, but let's come on. Uh, revealing it and reporting this stuff to the Justice Department was fine. Uh, leaking it to what? the press is another matter. Uh, when there's sensitive materials that haven't been declassified, you can't just send it into the Washington Post like that. Why not? Uh, you're in trouble. When you get caught, and they should be in trouble. They should be fired at the very least, and they should oh. be prosecuted. Oh, my God. I guess we're finally turning into a fascist state. That's oh, shut your mouth, Lefty. We already seen who the fascists are when they were beating what? up them people just to listen to some guy oh, talk. We've already covered that, and it's... It, Overblown uh, nonsense. Uh, uh, all right, uh, all right. Eight, yeah, whatever, Lefty. Uh, the only interesting curiosity here is, uh, like, uh, they didn't quite touch it there except a little bit uh, where Ben Shapiro was talking about uh, nothing really happened yet. Uh, and that's true. I think it was Charles Crownhammer said this was a cover-up looking well, without a crime. What? Uh, because we don't even know what the crime was. And so, and <laughs> and looking at this overall, I think uh, Michael Flynn could have... Uh, uh, weathered this storm and stayed in. What? So I mean, I'm, I'm at a loss as to exactly why oh, he uh, resigned. Uh, either uh, Mike Pence was really pissed off, and uh, Trump had to make amends here and keep his team working, and say, "Well, Mike, sorry, buddy, but you got to go." And uh, that was about it. Or uh, Mike Pence did have to take the fall because. Um, there may be something else to this. We don't know yes, because yes, we haven't yes. actually seen the transcript. Oh God, of what damn! The phone conversation was so. It may be something to. that's more harmful to Trump exactly. than it is to Flynn himself. Oh yes. hell! I don't know because oh, we, we haven't do. seen anything. That's only speculation. Yeah, well, it but it could sense. just be that uh, Pence was pissed and wanted him gone. No, yeah. no, there's some kind of crime going here, and it's all about no. Trump. Probably no. he and his no. him and his what? his his. Oh, God damn, I'm so sick of that crap. Uh, you can be sick of it all that you want, Red, but we do know that immediately, or, well, pretty soon after his resignation, Michael Flynn tweeted, scapegoat. <laughs> no, he didn't, Lefty. What? That was bullshit. It was, it, it, no, no. no, it was. It, 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 no. It, it, no, none less than Nancy Pelosi and Elijah Cummings spoke to the press and pointed out that he didn't Indeed, say the word scapegoat, and we know what that means. That Trump is throwing Michael Flynn under the bus because Trump 
is the real criminal oh, here. God. No, idiot. It was a fake account, Twitter account. Yeah. There's tons of those. Uh-huh. It was proven to be fake. Yeah. And stupid Nancy Pelosi and the rest of those what? House Democrats came out oh, and ran God. with a fake uh, Twitter account posting huh? as if that was uh, definitive proof and evidence of why they what? needed to do a serious investigation uh, and bring uh, uh, Flynn uh, out and prosecute him, whatever. Uh, because some guy fooled them with a fake Twitter account. But, you know, they're that stupid. No! Look, this is ridiculous. Maybe some mistakes are made. Maybe maybe things were clumsy in the headline, but we know the overall narrative is true. And that narrative is the Democrats represent the people, and they care because they, you know, they care, Mr. Nelson. They're not cold-hearted Bastards! They're very sensitive and open-minded oh, and forgiving and understanding. Uh-huh. And that's who we uh-huh. are. Yeah, yeah, very inclusive and stuff, right? Yes, yeah. yes. Well, uh, hey, it's funny you should mention that. I'm just looking on Twitter here as we're taping this. Uh, apparently, actress Susan Sarandon has revealed her sexual orientation is currently what? up for grabs. Whoa. That means she swings both ways, huh? Ho, ho. Yeah. yeah. Well, let's see some of the, the Twitterverse reactions to Sarandon. Let's see. This is Tom Hilton at TV Hilton. There is literally not a single person on the left whose perspective is less valuable than Susan Sarandon's. What? Huh. What? Let's see. Well, Keep 2020 Alive uh, says, Turned on Chris Hayes. Saw Susan Sarandon will be on. Turned off Chris Hayes. Well, huh. Uh, Keisha Lene uh, at, uh, what does it say? Remez uh, Mama. Uh, Susan Sarandon is still wrapped up in her white privilege. She has the luxury of watching DT destroying this country. Yeah. Well, Well, Lefty, I think what's going on here is Susan Sarandon uh, didn't support Hillary. Oh, right. uh, She's no longer welcome within the... your utopian leftist uh, fantasy land there. Yeah, you want, If you don't toe the line, boy, you're cut off. Doesn't matter how many years you devoted to the cause. <laughs> you slip up once, and well, you're oh, dead geez, to them. That's just tweets after all. Come on. I mean, just, just stop trying to make us all look like, 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 like whitey children and they throw tantrums and go, oh, that's it! It's all you ever do is announce that you keep treating us like children! And I'm sick of it! I'm sick of it! <laughs> yeah, that's too bad about Susan. You know, back in the days when she did that Rocky Horror Picture Show, good God! Yeah. I was about to, well, I think I ripped right out of my pants. <laughs> oh, man, she had a nice rack on her, but it's yeah. kind of sad what time does to people. But, but still, boy, in her day, woo, yeah, <laughs> mighty nice rack. Yeah, and speaking of nice racks, uh, we're going to take a little break right now, but when we come back, I'm going to talk to a returning guest to the Mr. Nelson Show, the lovely Mercedes Carrera. Yes, a fabulous adult actress, but also a great champion for free speech and uh, pretty brilliant about it too. Uh, So we'll talk about those and other topics when we come back after these wonderful messages. You're listening to the Mr. Nelson Show here on RadioMisfits.com. 
sound of my voice. Yes, you know you do, and you want to hear it in the best way possible. So why not get yourself some headphones and accessories from Tweaked Audio? Key features include eight colors and styles, mic'd and non-mic'd versions, designed to sound great for music and talk. Noise-reducing design with a lifetime warranty. So head over to TweakedAudio.com and use discount code Mr. Nelson at checkout for 33% off and free worldwide shipping. That's Mr. Nelson, M-R-N-A-I-L-S-I-N. It's not case-sensitive, but it is all one word. That's TweakedAudio.com. Next time on White House Apprentice. Gentlemen, I understand there's some turmoil going on within my organization, and I think it's time we settle that here and now. So, Mike, why don't you go first? Go ahead, Mike. Uh, wait. <laughs> Mr. President, I, uh, do you mean me or, or, or General Flynn? I mean you, Mike. Uh, <laughs> Uh, Mr. President, uh, both of our names are, are Mike, so... Oh, yeah, right, right. Uh, I, I, I meant you, Pence. Well, thank you, Mr. President. Uh, look, I, I understand well, we need a smooth operation here, and we all need to get along, but I just don't know that I can tolerate having someone lie to me like that. I mean, uh, General Flynn told me that uh, the subject of the uh, sanctions that the previous administration put on uh, Russia uh, didn't come up with his uh, conversation with uh, the Russian ambassador, and yet uh, NSA reports that it did. Uh, he told me it didn't, and I, I went out there uh, to the news media and, and told them that he hadn't, and that put me in a, a, in a very precarious position, Mr. President, and I, I, just, I just find that intolerable, to tell you the truth. I, I don't want to get my dander up, but yeah, I, 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 that's something I, I, I don't think I can deal with. Yeah, I hear you, Mike. So, Mike, uh, what do you got to say about it? Uh, I, I mean, uh, Flynn. Yeah, well, what do you got to say about it? Well, Donald, come on. I, I look, I, you know, I, 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 I figured I had to help out with, uh, well, y you know. Yeah, 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 we don't talk about that. Listen, uh, Mike, I run a smooth operation. That's what I believe in. And I need all hands on deck, you know. And uh, when it comes to teamwork... You know, everyone's got to get along when there's problems like that. It's, it's up to me to handle it. And uh, Mike Pence is my vice president. And if he's unhappy, well, uh, look, he's my right-hand man at this point because God forbid something happens to me. It's all on Mike, you know? And by Mike, I mean Pence, not you, Flynn. So, uh, gee, Flynn, I'm really sorry. I, you know, I thought you were a great guy, and I still do. Still do. But, you know... Uh, I can't have you lying to Pence, because uh, uh, that, that, that pisses him off. And uh, i never seen Pence pissed off, you know? It, it's weird. It's almost scary. So, uh, Mike, and I, I mean Mike Flynn, you're fired. Well, of course I respect the, the president's decision, because uh, I have to, you know. But I, despite the fact that I don't think I did anything wrong, but uh, but I guess I went about it uh, in a clumsy way, and that's a little lesson about life. So unfortunately, I suppose my dream of being the next White House apprentice will just have to remain a dream. Find out what happens next in future episodes of The White House Apprentice. In space, no one can hear... <laughs> I stand corrected.
Wow, sounds like a cool outer space movie. <laughs> it isn't. But fortunately, your old pal Mr. Nelson will be there to guide you through it. Yes, that's right. Cosmos War of the Planets was Italy's answer to Star Wars. But for some reason, it just didn't catch on. Maybe it was the cheap special effects, or the below soap opera level acting, or maybe it was the fact the studio forgot to turn the damn lights on. Anyway, our sci-fi romp stars John Richardson, who once had a shot at being James Bond, but he lost out to George Lazenby. <laughs> Richardson just couldn't catch a break. I mean, it's one thing to lose out to Sean Connery, or even Roger Moore, <laughs> but George Lazenby? <laughs> Warning! Due to an extreme lack of talent, bathroom humor is deployed throughout the film. Whoa! Where can I pick up this goodie? <laughs> All you have to do is head over to selfie.com slash Nelson. That's S-E-L-L-F-Y dot com slash N-A-I-L-S-I-N. Yes, it's just that simple. And you can pick up this particular sci-fi adventure for only $1.75. Whoa, cheap! <laughs> yes, yes it is. You're listening to the Mr. Nelson Show here on RadioMisfits.com. And we're back. And uh, now I'm going to welcome my guest, uh, the lovely Mercedes Carrera. She's been on the show before. And uh, welcome back, Mercedes. And boy, I'll tell you, a lot's happened since the last time you were here. Oh, boy, it sure has. It's, uh, it's great to be back. Thank you so much for having me, Mr. Nelson. And uh, it's a pleasure. And it's yeah. This has definitely been an interesting uh, year. When was the last time I was on? Jeez, I I, probably, probably year ago. Oh, yeah, almost. Probably like maybe more than six months, something like that. Wow. Yeah, it's been a while. Time flies when you're having fun. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, yeah, it was fun. I'll say that. You know, uh, <laughs> it was fun. It's hilarious. Uh, of course, uh, the uh, the uh, haystack headed uh, elephant in the room. <laughs> Yes. will always be our glorious president, uh, Donald Trump. Uh, <laughs> I, I, and I had I was watching his press conference uh, today, but I had to go. I couldn't watch the whole thing. And uh, boy, he man, the man can put a show on. <laughs> oh, he is. He's definitely a character. And I think, you know, it's it's one of those things where I've had a lot of conversations with a lot of people about him. He's a it's an interesting thing to watch somebody who's so adept at business. Yeah attempt to run a bureaucracy because that's really what's happening i mean you can see his frustration and then you can see yeah. the frustration of other people because he's used to running businesses so he says this is how we're doing things and then people do it and suddenly yeah. he's he's coming up against these people who go no 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 for 30 years we've had all of these bureaucratic processes or more you know, as <laughs> yeah. long as the people have been there so they've been in 30 40 years some of them and they say we don't we don't take orders like that that's not how we do things. And so it's it's an interesting thing to watch. I think Donald Trump's intentions are actually good. Yeah. I, I, and I had a lot of, you know, I had a lot of skepticism about him. Yeah, to be me too, yeah. I mean, he's he's not exactly presidential in my mind. No. Um, and I, I think he's, but then again, you know, I think he actually does care about the American people. So it's a very interesting dichotomy to watch him. Um 
I did, and people ask me, why do you support him? Well, you know, you, you have to support the president in whatever way you can, unless they prove themselves to be woefully inept. Even Obama, who I couldn't stand. Yeah. Uh, I, you know, he's still the president. You don't want anything bad to happen to the guy. But, uh, oh, good God. No, I was terrified that something would happen to him. And, oh, yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know how bad that yeah. would be, you know? Yeah. Oh, it just, I mean, it would be such a mark on, on our history. Right, um, right. But, you know, I mean, he did, he, Trump did appoint Mattis. And that's, <laughs> I know. As soon as that happened, you're one of the people I thought of, you know, because I was waiting for it. And, yeah. Because uh, I remember, uh, during the campaign, he was one of the guys people were, kind of shopping around saying hey we could go third party and this is a guy who yeah. could do it you know and yep. uh probably quite the long shot but uh but still uh this is almost as good <laughs> <laughs> it's almost you know it's really interesting to watch mattis and i he's it's interesting he's in, he's registered independent which is a funny note you yeah, know yeah. if you take a look at his cabinet he's, it's r r r and then i independent and um he's He's so competent. He's so adept. And, and yeah. he's really the reason that when Trump appointed him, I thought, okay, well, maybe this guy's not as dumb as we yeah. all <laughs> think he is, you know? I mean, because Mattis doesn't take shit. He right, just doesn't. Right. I mean, he's the guy who says, hey, this is how this is and this is how we have to do it. And he's got this comprehensive understanding of military history, greater than probably anyone else alive. Yeah. And that's really what we need. I mean, in terms of ending, wrapping up some of these, just these, horrible skirmishes that the secretary of state clinton got us into i mean we yeah. really you know we had a clusterfuck on our hands so i i was very happy and, it, and also this flynn thing i don't know what your thoughts are on, on well it, it's it's mysterious because uh, on the one hand uh you know i'm at a loss as to why exactly he was fired i mean the, the official story is well he lied to pence so uh, I guess let's so what Mike Pence was pissed off and he had to go, or because uh, because but then and, and again because the left wants to believe that well this is proof that they're you know Trump's a Russian agent, <laughs> right, right. <laughs> and Flynn took the fall for it to cover it up you know, uh, but which I don't believe, but mm -hmm. uh, I I mean I'm left thinking well there might be a little something embarrassing. You know, because we don't know what the transcript said, what the NSA uh, recorded on his conversation with the Russian ambassador. Right, right. And well, so it's a, it's interesting. I don't know if you follow uh, John Schindler, who is a good follow, and everybody should follow him. He's an ex-spy. You know, he, he writes for a site called Twenty Committee. I think that's his oh, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, Twenty Committee, right? So, so he's an interesting follow because of his insight into the intel. Um, you know, community. Yeah, right. And what's interesting about Flynn is Flynn and Mattis have quite a history of disliking one another. Yeah. And so, you know, <laughs> then I saw that a possible appointee to replace his, his spot would have been um, uh, the colonel that was uh, second in command under Mattis. Oh, uh, Harvard or Har yeah. no, Harvard. Ha I'm sorry. Something like that. I'm sorry. Not Harvard, but uh, Harvard or something like that. <laughs> I think it's Howard. I can't. I can't yeah. remember either. I, I I can see the guy's face. I know you're talking about. Yeah, I can see his face too. But he 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 just turned Trump down, so he's not going to do it. Yeah, and it, but it's interesting because you see that you know you see Flynn go away, right. knowing history, and also I I think it was on Schindler's site he was writing about Flynn has just a terrible reputation yeah. with with the people he's worked with. I mean I, I I you know not we all don't know from the outside, but so it's kind of interesting right. to. Read or perspective but apparently his his staff uh, felt that he was exceedingly disingenuous in terms of what is reality <laughs> so you know i mean maybe it's a good thing it's unfortunate because it's it's such a sign of instability and the funny thing is 
you know, here are all these people who are super liberal who are worried about Russia, right? Like oh, Russia's God. yes, man, right? yes. But but then again, they're trying to destabilize the current government. And I think, well, if you're actually worried about Russia, what's the thing you want to do? <laughs> Wouldn't you guys want to unite and have a united front to prevent Russia? Because by destabilizing the Trump administration, all you're doing is actually creating uh, intel outpoints. Yeah. <laughs> they don't give a shit about Russia. That's got nothing to do with it. I mean, five minutes into Obama's 11th hour, he does a 180 because this guy's been licking Putin's balls for, for eight <laughs> years. I mean, come on. Right. And George Bush did kind of the same thing. You know, right. so and that's one of the troubling things I have about Trump. He keeps pushing this idea that we're going to be had this glorious alliance or anything. It's not going to happen, you know, because this guy, he'll stab you in the back first chance he gets. Uh, you you might be able yeah. to, there's some mutual just by you know by default where we could ha both gain from you know our enemies mutual enemies and what have you right and uh, that's true but uh i mean so uh yeah i'm more on what because uh, mattis uh, he's saying all the right things about it you know he doesn't trust the russians no and, you know <laughs> and so uh but but i mean he, he, he uh, trump keeps putting out you know wouldn't it be a great thing if uh we got along with Russia. Come on, what would be wrong with that? Well, yeah, you know, wouldn't it be great if horses flew? Well, maybe not because they, they would shit all over everything. But nevertheless, <laughs> you know, I mean, it, it's, it's this pipe dream thing. Yeah, well, and, you know, it's also, it's negating history. I mean, as recently as Vietnam, yes, the yeah. Russians went in there and they, they were a staunch opposition and really enabled the Viet Cong yeah. into some horrible atrocities. Right. And, and, but see, and this is what's interesting to me is that, you know, you had Hanoi Jane at that time. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And, and, you know, my dad's vet from that era. So it's like I got a lot of, a lot of vitriol for the Hanoi Janes of the world. But yeah. Hollywood has and always has had since the 50s and 60s. McCarthy was right in a lot of ways. There's always been a real communist bent yeah. in, in the performing arts. And they're out there supporting the Viet Cong and then Russia's involved. And that's that was the clusterfuck. And so then now, 40 years later, we're going to just have an, you know, an allegiance with it. It's kind of, it, it, it shows, it, 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 he gives himself away. Trump gives himself away. He doesn't understand history because he was a draft dodger. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Nobody wants to talk about it. The guy had fucking medical deferments up the kazoo because he's a rich guy. <laughs> yeah. And and I appreciate his support of the vets, but hey, that didn't really doesn't really help didn't help guys like my late father who no. who were poor and had to go, you know? Right, so it's it's right. it's kinda hard. Like this is that's something that people aren't talking about anymore because conscription's not as big of a deal. Yeah. But I'm like you can't have your cake and eat it too on this. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, there were multitude problems with uh, with Trump, and so uh, I like I'm always arguing. Okay, we got him in. I did vote for him. Yeah, but uh, it, it's like you got to watch this guy like a hawk and, and be on. Yeah. But at the time, the left being he's fortunate in his uh, opponents because the left are just so, so <laughs> bad, you know. And they, this guy's crazy. Uh, yeah, but you're the crazy one calling the crazy guy. <laughs> and, yeah, you and, are. Yeah. And, and I mean, the whole Russia thing, like I said, is this is just a petulant child. Oh yeah. my God, the Russians! Oh, they're. I mean, well, like I said, you know, five minutes ago, you were sucking their dick. So I mean, <laughs> I, you know, yeah. So don't give me this shit. You know, right. it's well, just but, it's just because your team didn't win. Well, that's what like Trump brought up. I mean, here, the Secretary of State Clinton gave uh, gave Russia twenty percent of our uh, was our uranium. Yes, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I know that, that's a little more than than but, Trump saying. Yeah, you know, I, I respect Putin. 
you know? Yeah. <laughs> and you know, I got to say, I mean, Putin's a badass mofo. Like, that's part yeah. of the reason people respect him. Look, I mean, disagree with the guy all day long, but he takes right. care of Russia. He does it with an iron fist, and you don't want to be on the wrong side of him. But yeah, he, that's is, just he is a national. Right. Yeah, he's He's a nationalist, and so his people have to respect him. And, and to be frank, I mean, Machiavelli accurately noted this. The only way to control people is through fear. It's chapter 17 of The Prince, Machiavelli's yeah. The Prince, uh, on clemency and cruelty and whether it is better to be feared or loved. That's, you know, you go yeah. back time and again. <laughs> it's always fear. <laughs> it's always fear. It's the only way to govern people, unfortunately. It, it, unfort- this is why, you know, people like Obama are so ineffective. Right. So ineffective because guess what? He shows up and Putin's like, lick my balls. Son. <laughs> yeah, <I know. laughs> you, know, you can, you can fuck it. By the way, I want 20% of your uranium. And they're like, Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. A lot of that maps out to where uh, Obama was obsessed with this idea that he was going to turn Iran. And <laughs> I think he had it in his head that he was going to get this, I guess, like what Jimmy Carter did, where he had the, yeah. the Israel and Egypt deal where he's standing there holding their hands and all that crap. Yep. And all yep. that was was money. Egypt needed it. So they said, OK, well, you know, we're not going to fight another war with them. So that's that. Whereas uh, Iran, they just want their goddamn bomb. <laughs> Yeah, they do. Yeah, and they're going to get it. <laughs> they do. They they have unilaterally already said, when we have nuclear weapons, we are going to destroy Israel. Oh, they yeah. said it. Yeah. I, I mean, they said it over and over and yeah. over. And it's like, why, why would you not believe them? I, I have a question, <laughs> you know? Like, I don't know. It seems like Imaginajan is pretty emphatic about what he plans to do. There's no real question mark here. No. <laughs> so, oh, yeah. I, they held that big while back when Adinajan um, was still in. And uh, they had a big rally about, you know, yeah. let's do a, a forum on the Holocaust. And, of course, they all agreed it didn't happen. And yeah. uh, <laughs> so what does that tell you? <laughs> exactly. So, you know, let's let's not deal with proof. By the way, we're telling you that we have decided that these people are enemies. And this is what and I yeah. think, you know, people like Carter and Obama, they're like, well, well, maybe we should just talk it on a fire and like sing Kumbaya and have talking sticks yeah. and, and puppy dogs and we'll just get along. No, these people come from a different cultural context. And that was one thing that Churchill got a lot of shit for in his day yeah. was he said it, you know, early on about the Nazis. He said, this is what's happening. And they called him hawkish. And they, right. he's going, we got to handle this. we got to handle this now. we got to handle this now. And nobody wanted to listen. And sure enough, you yeah. know, they go in and what do you know? The guy was right. And so this is, you know, when people, somebody was saying, Mattis is real hawkish. It's like, well, yeah, because the guy's been working, dealing with this stuff in these regions for 40 years. He knows what's happening. Yeah. This is nothing new. Like, so it's kind of, it kind of blows my mind. And I got to say, you know, the thing is about Trump is, Look, I, I supported Trump because it, the devil himself would be better than having Hillary Clinton. In <laughs> yeah. I, I, like, I would rather have fire and brimstone and just yeah, I, sin I, everywhere. Like, you know what? Well, you were one of the ones it. tweeting the, uh, what was that? Uh, what's that thing from H.P. Uh, Lovecraft? Uh, Tutulu? Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> the, why, why vote for the lesser of two evils? <laughs> you know what? Fuck it. Let's just burn it all. Yeah. Let's just burn and it that's all. That's a lot of what Trump is. You know, a lot of people are just saying, yeah, yeah I, I know he's probably he's in love with himself and all that. But fuck it. You know, because I mean, there's a point, you know, because I like say, yeah, but as, as opposed to what? You know, you know, in our current situation, I, I put it to at least 100 years old now. You can go back to Woodrow Wilson with the beginning yep. of the end, yep. you know, yep. and all these 
assholes, these lying criminal. I mean, so they may have put on the facade of the proper decorum and everything, and they had all that polished and everything, and Obama certainly had that. But so what? It doesn't mean anything. It's all icing. There is no cake. And so Trump, with all his clumsiness, you know, I... I find it refreshing, as nasty as it is. (laughs) (laughs) Well, the funny thing about it to me is that here you had a secretary of state who was the most inept person that has ever probably been the secretary of state. I mean, every fucking thing that Hillary Clinton touched turned to shit. Every (laughs) single thing. And and we're watching this real time. And they've made movies about it. I mean, the Benghazi movie. This stuff happened. I mean, she left our... are special forces to death. And I mean, that's unheard of. And they had time to make the call and she didn't do it. And then she got everybody on the ground, everybody on the ground there says, yeah, they left us out there. You know, we could have done this. They could have gotten there and all this stuff about, Oh, we couldn't have made it in time. Look, this thing went on for, they think they clocked it at 13 hours. Yeah. Uh, yeah. How, how do you know, like at nine hours, you can't get there or, you know, you can't do anything <laughs> or you're, you're clairvoyant? You know, it's just it never added up or anything. And then the no. whole thing, she's lying. She lied to the faces of the grieving, uh, you know, yeah. uh, family members, parents and everything. Yep. My yep. God. <laughs> and this is your candidate. And you're yep. wondering, how the hell did Donald Trump get it? Well, good. you can't Ooh. figure that out. No. And, it's, and the funny thing to me about it is if they if the DNC had been smart. If they had actually thrown their weight behind Bernie Sanders, as much as I don't like his policies and I don't agree with the guy at all on governance, are you kidding? I mean, he's sort of a pie in the sky. Yeah, let's just pay for everything. I know. know, It's very clear. Everything should just be free. Uh, Yeah, exactly. That's a good impression. I mean, really, you know what? Fuck it. The money's not backed by anything anyway. Let's just print it. I know. (laughs) Well, he's got a point. That's all it is. Yeah, I mean, you know what? And he's right. I mean, you know what? After Nixon took us off the silver yes. standard, absolutely right. So I yeah. say, let's just, pre- you know, let's be Zimbabwe. Fuck it. I know. <laughs> <laughs> That's all it is. Oh, don't worry. Someone who isn't born yet is going to pay for it. Yeah, sure. That's you know what? the currency of the United States. And it's been that way since what, it was 71. So yeah. you know what? He's actually not really wrong. But the good thing about a Bernie presidency would have been that he couldn't have gotten a damn thing done. And yeah, to I me, know. <laughs> the less that government does, probably the better off we all are. So, you yeah. know, I, I was looking at Bernie and I thought, well, you know, I guess it could be worse. And it was looking <laughs> like it was looking like he had a real chance, you know, and you start going, yeah, well, he you know, he's, he's kind of a likable old senile coot. And you kind of yeah. go, well, it's good because he won't be able to do a damn thing. Right. And and now Trump's in. And, you know, they, I mean, in theory, they should be just able to do everything with this infighting and this constant conflict. Oh, yeah. Well, you got In some ways, you know, I, I, I've completely written off the Democrats. I mean, when you really look at the history of the party, how anyone could uh, vote for that party. But the Republicans, well, I'll just make this point. The Republicans, <laughs> no, in some cases, are, are worse because they don't practice what they preach. If they were really serious about what their philosophy is, uh, this would be we'd be much better off. But uh, yeah. they're gutless and they're just part of the political class establishment. They're, they're worried about their own. See, and, that, and it's interesting because I, I, I was at an event that will remain nameless, but it was a Republican event. Mm-hmm. And it was very interesting. It was it was this kind of like a like a ball, if you will. This like a week ago. I got invited. It's a long story. Okay. But so, so I'm there. I'm talking to these. But these were like 
establishment Republicans. Like I'm talking like the waspy upper classes of the Republican <laughs> Party. And I'm thinking, you know, and they're celebrating Trump's win and, and as they well should. But I'm like, you guys are the ones who let this get this far, where it takes somebody like Trump to re-engage the working classes to your party because you've become so you're so elitist yeah. and so detached and so dissociated from the rest of the country. You're complaining because Trump's a populist, but that's what it was going to take right. to get the working classes to take a look around and go, hey, you know what? I think we're being fucked here. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, it's 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 really six and one half a dozen at the other because those establishment Republicans I'm talking to, they don't realize that their policies are the reason, like they've lost their base because people can't afford to have children anymore. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, you know, yeah. <laughs> people aren't breeding. What do you know? That's because you guys let it get that far. So, so and your immigrant classes are easily duped. Like I'm a minority. So I grew up with a lot of, this Democrat, you know, we're poor, rich people should give us stuff kind of mentality. Yeah. And that's, that doesn't work on me. I'm not a, I'm not a white male. I'm a, look, I'm a Hispanic woman. And if I can see this shit, then anybody can. This isn't rocket science here, folks. You know, but it's like, like, this is where it's gotten really hard to identify if you're a thinking person with any party. Yeah, well, the, the and the class distinctions and the racial distinctions is all the, the theater that's used to distract yeah. you from the serious problem of uh, where's yep. the money going to come from? Yep. And, you know, and it's like for Bernie and people like that is like, well, we'll just, we'll just tax the rich. Well, and, of course, it's the easiest thing to shut down. And he did that with, with Ted Cruz. They had their little debate, and he has no yep. no idea how Ted destroyed him very easily. You don't have to be brilliant or a mathematician even. Right, and is right. that we don't have enough millionaires <laughs> to pay for that. <laughs> even saying it, we we could pay for healthcare for five months with with it by taking every asset, I mean, you know, and, uh, it, and even that I'm thinking is being generous because I think it would yeah. be shorter than that. Yep. And, and then that's it. And you just can't get that through their, their skulls. And it, there, there, there's no magic millionaires that's going to fund your whole goddamn life. Well, look at the French Revolution. How well did yes. it work out for the French? They killed the fortune yes. classes <laughs> and the business classes, and then they got Napoleon. And Napoleon, where it ends up, yeah, exactly. Every single time, because you kill off the people who are the revenue generators of society, and you end up with an emperor every fucking time. Look at Mao Zedong. Mao Zedong did the same thing. People don't read history. (laughs) Well, that yeah, that's a big problem right there. Is that uh, there's very the the historical illiteracy out there Mm -hmm. is just enormous and widespread, and also just believing crap because people like Howard Zinn and the like, you know, they Mm -hmm. just want to cling to that. But the uh, the French Revolution is one of those. Things I, and other people have said it too, but the tragedy of the world is that there's two forms of revolution for our modern mm-hmm. world, and that's the American Revolution and the French Revolution. And the tragedy of yep. the world is that everyone copies the French. And yeah. It's wholesale <laughs> slaughter bent on revenge that in some cases yep. may be justified, but still the, the consequences are dire, and you end up with a dictator. And, yeah. and that's it. Yep. Yeah, and the problem right now in America, and, and Machiavelli covered this too. It's like it's amazing. The stuff is right there in old literature. Yeah, um, he talked about you know when you give people entitlements, you can't take them away. No, because the people now <laughs> expect them, and this is the problem we have. And there's a book that I've been meaning to read. I forget the name of it. You may have read it. You probably have. No, I knew. It's uh, about how Social Security destroyed 
the USA. Oh yeah, there's several of those. I'm trying to think. Uh, yeah, there was there was one that was recommended to me, and I and I sat with that. I did some kind of rudimentary research. I haven't read the book yet, but, but it if is you true. just reason, <laughs> yeah, if you reason it out, I mean, the, the problem is it's it's first it's social security, and then it's healthcare, and then it's all it's schooling for children, and then it's schooling for all children, then right. it's medical care for all children, then it's hey everybody gets to immigrate, then it's everybody who immigrates gets all the benefits of, of citizenship. You know, people don't think about this. Like to no. be a citizen Im- implies that you incur a liability as well as a privilege. So. So now I'm a citizen, but that means that in the past it meant that that you were responsible for if there's conscription, you now had to go to war. Right. But you also then get the benefits of citizenship, which is the ability to own land and then vote or whatever. You know, this is, right, this is right. how – and now we're at a point in society where like everybody can have – all of the benefits and nobody <laughs> has to incur any of the liabilities except the rich because they're bad yes <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you can't do that you can't <laughs> run a society this way and then expect it to not collapse no. it's ridiculous and i mean a lot of this stuff is people who made these giant promises and yep. they're, they're long gone you know they didn't have to worry about it because the, the math doesn't work but they're, they're dead by now you know and no. a lot of that comes out of there's other problems because like uh the post-war economy that we had that lasted a good while after World War II, where America was just the supreme, you know, because it was mm-hmm. the only one who survived. And yep. uh, so they, all that based on it and the union deals and stuff like that, because there was just so much fat to, to chew from. Yep. And, uh, but it's all gone now, and, and uh, people don't understand that. And we don't live in that post-war economy anymore. We're living in a very competitive mm-hmm. economy. Right. And uh, you, you've got to get off your ass. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. One of my favorite engineers in history is Edward Deming. But he um, – so I did my – when I was at university, my final project was on Deming's work in Japan, his quality assurance engineer. So right after World War II, you know, we had – we had all the resource. We could have these assembly lines that went on for miles, you know, in the, the Ford factory. And, and, and this was part of our, you know, kind of mentality. And like you said, everything was decimated aside yes, from yes. the state. So but Deming was hired to go into Japan. And he's the, he's the reason that the Japanese are known for the best quality assurance in the world. Because <laughs> what they did is they found how do we build something comparable to the American standard with 10% of the resource in space. And so this is, and you can go down that rabbit hole. It's actually, he's, he was brilliant. He's probably one of my favorite engineers of all time. And he wrote a book, I think called the new economy that, that really predicted everything we're seeing because he saw how industrious and resourceful these people were after yeah. the war in Japan. And the American mentality wasn't, you know, we had an exceptionalist mentality. And I think, I still think that we could lead the world and we kind of have to. Because yeah. if we don't, well, there's a huge vacuum. But the problem is, you know, some guys like Ross Perot called this 30, 20, 30 years ago now. I mean, like, this is this has been a long time brewing and we're feeling the effects. Yeah. And everybody's like, oh, well, we need to make America great again. I'm like, yeah, but it's going to take 20 years to bring this infrastructure back. That's how long it takes yeah. to reestablish infrastructure. Because you don't have, you don't have a, a, a populace that even understands what that means, mm-hmm. you know, because no. they haven't been taught that. No. I mean, you know, I watched a, there was a, there was a great documentary on the infrastructure of the states 
And most of it gets like a D minus now. And the, yeah. the time to fix this was in the 90s and the 80s. And nobody wanted to. Right. You know what? Fuck it. Let's, you know what? The kids will pay for it. And we're going to go on our <laughs> golf vacations. And guess what? Now all the kids are my age. And we're going, what the hell do we do? We don't even know where to start. Yeah. Nobody even knows what to do. It's like, like literally people, this is why I think some of these millennials are freaking out. Because they're even younger. And they're even more screwed. And they're not prepared <laughs> at all. No, and so, that whole yeah. participation trophy kid, that oh. whole thing, you know, it, it, you yep. can stretch that meaning to the whole problem. And what yep. I also always thought about, uh, uh, I call it the man-childism <laughs> or the arrested yeah. development, you know, and yeah. almost everybody's uh, infected by it. And it started with the baby boomers, you know, because, you know, parents, they wanted the best for their kids and stuff. But it spoils them to the point to where now. You know, uh, you're st- you, you, no one ever grows up. The adolescence continues yeah. forever. And yep. that's, why, that's why they're throwing tantrums now because, you know, they, they can't accept like the election and stuff like that. Well, and the boomers were really, I mean, they, they were the, the original spoiled generation. So they, right, right. you know, they, they were spoiled by their parents who had seen hard times. And then there was the feminization of, of the economy. There's a feminization of, of um, education and there's the feminization yeah. of the workplace. And, you know, it's a very female trait. Like, oh, we're just going to be inclusive. And we'll all sing kumbaya. Well, that's not, that's not how the world works. And now we're dealing with people and cultures that <laughs> they don't, they, they, <laughs> that, they don't think none that, of that way. <laughs> I mean, this is what, polar opposite. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you're, you're talking about, you know, oh, we need Hillary Clinton. It's time for a woman to lead. How well do you think she's respected? By the sheikhs in Saudi Arabia. You're kidding. I don't care. Put her in a hijab all day long. The reality is that they're not going to respect her. They don't, they don't respect her because culturally it's, you know, people don't understand like language is a huge part of how people think. And if you try to learn to speak Arabic, which I have actually, I've studied all kinds of languages. Yeah. And one of the first things you learn is guess what they do? They teach, they talk to men and women differently. And to talk to a man as a woman, if I use the female vernacular, if I say to a man, it's considered to be a great insult. So from the first time they can learn to talk, these (laughs) these cultures of people see everything as gendered and they see women as inferior. And you're going to put a woman, why do you think they don't respect Merkel? Right, right. I know. I mean, look what they just did to (laughs) that idiot. She's like, She's telling them to not rape, and they're like, "Yeah, yeah, sure, lady. Yeah, sure, sure. Well, we'll try, we'll try not to rape unless we feel like it. So that's good. You know, oh, I mean, you, know you can't get there. You can't like this is this is part of, and it's really it's funny because these people who are liberal, they're like, "Oh, we're so worldly." I'm like, "No, you guys aren't worldly at all." Because if you traveled and you'd live in other places and you talked to people and you learn other languages, you realize really fast. That that especially English is the most egalitarian language there is. Right. We think that way, so we presume other people think that way, and that's just not true. Yeah, and, and yet the, the left is always ones that are preaching that you don't understand their culture, and all that. <laughs> yeah, 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 and neither do you. Oh, you know, you yes, certainly yes. don't understand it. You know, especially even when they're telling you. <laughs> no, they're, they're saying it out loud to you. I mean, it's 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 fascinating to me because. Yeah. I actually have had a lot of really interesting experiences. I I've, I know a lot of people in a lot of cultures. I've met a lot of people. I speak quite a few. I've learned quite a few languages and just enough to get through with people, you know, yeah, and you do right, it because you right. want to communicate. But when you read, it's just like in German, like they have a der, die, das. They have a, a male, female and neuter cases. Right. So everything is gendered. 
or it's neutral. Well, yeah, a lot of languages are like that. You know, yeah. I mean, uh, even in, in Spanish and French and what have you. But you know, and it, the acknowledgement of the genders and what we're going through now with the with transphobia <laughs> and whatever. Where you got, <laughs> there's right. no such thing as gender. You know, that's all in your head or what. It it, it it it's not in your head. It's in your pants. <laughs> Right. Well, English speaking people, it's easy for someone who speaks English to to say, well, there's no gender because actually our language doesn't it's not gender. Right. It doesn't have it. Yeah. So it's perfect sense for us to go, well, you know what? I'm just going to make it up. I'm like a like a, a trans unicorn fairy or whatever. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm going yeah. to make myself a gender. And and I know a lot of trans people and I'm actually I'm I'm a total libertarian. I say you want to. Make yourself a gal, but keep your dick. Good for you. Do whatever yeah, the yeah, hell you yeah. want. I really don't give a shit what people do. It right. really doesn't matter to me. Um, but but you have to understand. Like it makes sense to me that the Germans would be more inclusive, like a third gender. Because guess what? It's in their language. It's yeah. actually coded in the way they think. These are things that a lot of these liberals who claim to be so worldly, and I'm around a lot of them in LA, and they'll go, oh, <laughs> and they'll try to lecture me, and I'm like, yeah, yeah, I know, I've been there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know, <laughs> yeah. I live there. I've, I like, I think, but you're not getting something. When I lived, when I was in France, like I was in Nice for quite a while, and a lot of the neighborhoods are, are Muslim neighborhoods. And because I looked Muslim to them, I, you know, yeah, I yeah. would, I got shit for not having my head covered. I'm not Muslim, I'm Puerto Rican. I mean, my people are running around naked on the beach half the time, yeah. <laughs> but you know, but the, yeah, it's great. Yeah, it's, it's awesome. I mean, that's what, again, like Latin culture. I mean, that's why you find a lot of even like adult film stars from Latin countries because we have a whole different comfort level. Right, right. It's how we interact with sex and people. Yeah. And it's not something that you find in the Islamic world, you know, whatever. Like, <laughs> but, but if we can't deal with this, if we can't be honest about our cultural differences, there's no way that we can govern ourselves and other people. No. And what, what you're dealing with over here is this weird little giant bubble that we live in here and I, I apply it to the to the west but especially in the united states yeah. where uh I've, I've always said this that uh we're the weirdos uh what, yeah. what you see over there in the islamic world and that dog eat dog savagery and barbar barbarism and what have you that's humanity that's the way mm -hmm. it's always been you know yep. this bizarre uh a speck of time in the totality of human history is just this weird thing that's never happened before what we're enjoying here that we call normal civilization. Yep. Yep. You're, you're so correct. And a lot of that is due to technology. And this yes. is, you know, and, and then again, now we're giving this technology that we created and, you know, technological progress. I talked about this on Gavin's show one time and he was kind of blown right, away right. by thinking about it. Cause yeah, he repeats it often. He was very impressed, <laughs> but I know what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah. It cracks me up because he really like latched onto that, but technological process progress usually mirrors social progress. And, and yeah. you cannot impose your technology. It, it, the Iran, uh, you know, ICBM situation is exactly that where you have a culture of people that were shepherders, they're right, like right. they're like they're like goat herders largely, and then you had an upper caste of people that largely left after the revolution. They all live in Southern <laughs> California. I know a ton of them, and, but <laughs> th these people, you know, who's left there? Their mentality is tribal, yes. and they would never have developed a nuclear weapon without technology trade. They they weren't there, so yeah. you know. But hey, let's give it to them anyway. There's a there's a video online of a 
of a tribe in Africa giving a monkey a machine gun. Yes. <laughs> and I don't know if you've seen it. Yeah. And, seen it. and it's like, there you go. Like you're actually watching that because these they're humans and they know how to use the machine gun. Yeah. They give it to the monkey and guess what the monkey does? This starts <laughs> well, doing everything. <laughs> you know? Right. You well, they, that's exactly, you know, it's like uh, the, the old Star Trek show with the prime directive and uh, we can't, we can't give these uh, undeveloped uh, uh, peoples uh, any technology or anything because you know, it'll get a lot of hand. And well, yep. that's exactly what we've done. Uh, yeah, <laughs> we yeah. gave them the and, ray guns. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And it's not like you know we're. I mean, look, humans can evolve, but but if their society, yeah. if their social structure is set up in a way that is not conducive to be responsible with this technology, you're going to have problems. Like it's not really a shock. It's not shocking. Because they don't, they don't have a, a, a moral underpinning in their society. You know, the West created a lot of this stuff and then created the UN because they went, oh, wait a second. Nuclear bombs are, are, are probably a bad thing. So well, yeah, that, like- that, that's another problem. The element of the nuclear bomb, it, it scared them so bad. Yes. You know, and yep. but uh, it's a weird thing about the nuclear bomb. The reason we didn't have World War Three is because we have the nuclear bomb. Otherwise, there would have been yep. one. They'd probably be talking about World War Six by now. Bingo, you know, Bingo. and uh, but the bomb kept us. That's why we had little skirmishes here and there. We we can call them wars, but you know, I mean, there were little like the Cold War was like Vietnam and Korea were like battles in that war, right? And so on and so forth. You never could, you couldn't finally get to the deal, you know. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. And that was, and that's, you know, we were able to function like that for years, but that was before the third world was really engaged in this this kind of globalist structure that they set up. So, you know, it's like, well, yeah, of course, Iran and North Korea want the nuclear weapon. They're not going to get it. So who cares? Let them bitch and moan. They're not part of the UN. The West was united to keep kind of keep peace in the world. And now you've got a situation where you're like, you know what? I think the Saudis should be president of the Human Rights Council. (laughs) (laughs) To show them how, how how fair we are and all that crap, yeah, and don't uh, they don't respect that. They don't respect a pussy. You no, know, they, you don't understand what you're dealing with there. They know exactly what they're doing. This is the thing. You know, it's actually an infantilization of these people in the third world, where the liberals say, "Well, yeah. you know, it's our culture." No, 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 no. They know exactly what they're doing, and they know why it's wrong. They just don't care, no. and that's yeah. different. <laughs> it's a yeah. Problem. They they know how to play us. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, because, and that's like people like we were saying, like uh, Obama and Jimmy Carter, they have no clue how they were played by these people because they don't on, on they, they talk about, you know, their anti-racist thoughts and stuff. But on the, at the same time, you're kind of pr- promoting that because you're thinking at the same time you're thinking of making friends with these people. You're still belittling them because you think they're not as smart as you. That's it. That's absolutely you know? what it is. They're like, well, you know, that's fine. Let's just let the dumb little brown people have the uranium, right, you know, right. or whatever. <laughs> I mean, it, it it it's a complete underestimation that comes from actual racism, and yeah. and that's why you know I I was talking to someone the other day. They said you know it's important for some of us the, to just speak out on this and say, wait a second, because see, I don't know, I don't underestimate the Iranians at all. I think they're very smart people. I know yeah. quite a few of them, and the ones who are here are not aligned with the current regime. But that doesn't mean that the ones that over there aren't smart and then you can have the the smartest guy in the world but he could still believe in this apocalyptic crap that a lot of them do which is which in a lot of ways makes iran scarier than north korea because they there's a lot of them who believe it's it is their mission to bring about the apocalypse absolutely absolutely and and how many of them are really secular people who are just they happen to be stuck there like they're born in this society this culture and deep down 
they know it's wrong, but they're actually still scientists and yeah. it's their job. You know, they're paying their mortgage, so to speak. I know. <laughs> so, it's just go along with the flow. Maybe something will work out. I, I mean, how much of Nazi Germany was exactly that? Right, and, and right. So, you know, you can't like just there, there may be plenty of people there who know it's wrong. There, there have been many scientists in the West who said, well, I know what I was doing was wrong, but, you know, I need my paycheck. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. We all need that. So what are you going to do? <laughs> and that's and if you live in a place like Iran where you can't get out, right. you know, you know, these they can't leave. I have a friend who is Iranian, and it took – so she and her sister were sent – during the revolution, were sent out because her, her father was, I guess, big in the opposing – it was part of the Shah's government. I don't – I think he was a doctor or something, but he was – he was aligned with the Shah. These are secular people. Yeah. And th when this, when the revolution happened, they pulled every political favor and every bit of money they had to get their kids out of the country and send them to the States. And it took 20, I think 20 or 25 years wow. to get the parents out of Iran. Yeah. And, and this is what you're dealing with, with these cultures. So there may be very, very, very good people over there. And, and with the liberals, yeah. I agree on that. But it doesn't change the fact that that's not who's in control. No, it's not. And they're greatly outnumbered. I mean, you got people, and of course, well, how'd that happen? Well, they were influenced by the West. You know, they've studied, they've understood. Mm -hmm. And uh, the problem for them is their culture didn't have a renaissance. It didn't have the age of reason of development yep. to what the West became. It's just yep. kind of, it, it just leapfrogged over that from 500 years ago to, to today. Right. And, and so, so yeah, you're going to have pockets of people and, mm -hmm. uh, and this and that, but, uh, but it doesn't matter. Uh, the masses are going to be, you know, will follow for whoever just wants power. You right. Know? And right. so he'll push the apocalyptic cult stuff. And some of them, I'm sure these leaders do believe it. You know, I mean, AQ Khan, he believed, uh, the, the Islamic uh, view of the world yep. and stuff, just, you know, just because he, he understood physics and all that. Uh, so it doesn't, you know, and religion's a strange thing. It depends on what, what, how far you go and how deep you're into it. Right. You know? so, right. Right. So. And especially, you know, the Iranian revolution, this is something that people don't, don't realize because they don't, again, they don't teach it over here, but you talk to people yeah, who lived yeah. through it and you know, the, 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 the antagonists of the, of that revolution were college students. Yeah. So they were, they were literally college students saying, no, we don't want the West and we want women to wear hijabs. Yes. These were <laughs> regressive 20 year olds. Yeah, and and yeah. so when people say, well, you know, those college students protesting or Black Lives Matter, they're just, you know, they're just upset. No, no, no. This is look at the history of Iran to see what happens when you let those kids right. take control. Right. And by the way, those kids are pull, pushing for segregation right now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, so how is that different than the kids in Iran who said, you know what, I don't think we need college and I think we need to put headscarves on and women shouldn't drive. And I think because the, the Iranian culture prior to that was super progressive. Same thing. You can go online. There's a video of the, the president of Egypt. And I think it was 1958. Oh, yeah. Given a, yeah you've probably seen it. Given yeah. a conference about the, the joke joking that women would take the hijab and 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 people are laughing oh that'll never happen here right. fast forward just, oh the, the quote-unquote muslim spring that happened incidentally during the time that hillary clinton was secretary of state yes, yeah, was, I know. what a success it was, it was it was just amazing how these people transported themselves 400 years into the past as a result of a revolution <laughs> yes <laughs> wow clinton is just so effective you know i mean and so you have to look at it too and this is why people go well maybe it looks like maybe that was the point maybe that's what they were trying to do hmm let's yeah. sit with that 
<laughs> that's that's where that gets scary. <laughs> and, then, and then people die if they ask the question. <laughs> right, right, so, yeah. yeah. And I mean, and back in those days, there was manipulation from the Soviets and stuff, especially with uh, in the case of Iran. Yeah. And yep. you can look with hindsight's twenty twenty. You can look. Well, maybe we shouldn't have been so involved. Maybe we shouldn't have toppled the guy. But he was friendly to the Soviets. So what are you going to do? You can't see the future, and you yep. don't want the Soviets to get a foothold in the oil and all this sort of thing. And then as yep. the result, anybody can point to the outsider, the foreigner, which was us, as uh-huh. the devil. And yep. so there you go. It's it's very easy. So well, they're right about that. So I guess I'll follow them. And then, yeah. and, then and then it's too late. Yeah. Yep, it's it, no, it's exactly that. And then the, the great irony being that that all these people then who are defectors who were aligned with the Shah ended up here. Yeah, ended up here. So the, so if it was about keeping the Russian influence out of the country, what you guys I mean, I don't really understand. You know, it's it's fascinating when you talk to people who actually lived it too, because what you know in Iran it was. It, there's a great book called Reading Lolita in Tehran. Oh, uh, really? I, yeah, oh, I, I highly recommend it. It was written by an English professor. I forget her name right now. Yeah. Um, but it's an interesting insight into what it was like to be. See, you know, these are the liberals who were toppled. These are the progress. They were kind of like progressive people, yeah. but they were toppled by a group saying we need to return to core values. But what that ended up doing was transporting them into the past. And 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 you know, when I see you know, you see the, the Black Lives Matter, and you see like what well, I think it's Antifa and stuff, and they're saying, oh, we're progressive, and I'm like, actually, you guys are fully regressive. Oh yeah, you're, there's you're, nothing. I haven't seen anything progressive about the so-called mm-hmm. progressives. It's just nope. like you know, the people we call liberals today, they're not liberal. You know, I, I'm more liberal than they are. <laughs> Absolutely. And that's and it's fascinating to hear the, the flip on that, because really, when you sit with it, you're like, wait a second, these classical liberals are you guys are calling them neocons. Right, right. It's like, <laughs> uh, I don't know if you know, heard of him, that Dave Rubin guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was he had, he had actually he had worked for the, the Young Turks, <laughs> yeah. those wackos. And he yeah. realized it's like, yeah, you guys are nuts. You know, you can't even have a conversation. And so he, he recently did a video. I, I've left the left, <laughs> but he's still, I'm a classical liberal. You know, he's a gay man. He got married yeah. to a gay guy and all that stuff. And, yeah. uh, but it doesn't matter. It's like, it's like, like I keep pointing out, like with the, with um, Milo Yiannopoulos, or, mm-hmm. you know, his whole, his, his number one crime is that he's a gay man, who yep. has these right-wing views and yep. that's it and of yeah, course well, anytime mm-hmm. you're screaming and hollering to shut someone down it just means you've you've lost the argument right right well i mean they call me the conservative porn star how how ironic yeah, is that because i'm i'm like you know like you look at what i do and i'm probably the most liberal accepting person you, you would have to on, be. <laughs> I, that's like you know i mean and i worked you know i work with all kinds of performers i've worked with trans performers i don't care i mean i really like where I sit, I go, you guys, I just want to be left alone. That's what I'm yeah, alluding to. I just want to be left alone. Right. Leave me alone. But the state, you know, this 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 overarching, what they call a liberal state, is really, the, it's, a, it's a Marxist mentality where they're going yeah. to impose their beliefs on every single faction of your life. And they want to say, well, where are the accepting ones? No, no, no. You're accepting of it the way, it, when it comes the way you guys approve. Because here I am in the industry, by the way, a lot of those people who are the the progressives in the adult industry have all these rules about who they work with and what they'll do. And blah, 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 blah. Oh boy! <laughs> yeah. yeah, and here I am going, yeah, yeah, cool. That sounds fun. Let's try it. I haven't done that. Cool. Let's do that's that's kind of how I I do my thing. And they say, oh, she's a 
bigot. She's an anti-feminist. She hates women. (laughs) 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 It's it's hilarious. They they don't even know what the hell they're saying. They're they're actually completely illogical. And that's what I've learned. There's just, you cannot even There's no debate. There's no conversation. You're not going to convince them of anything because as soon as they know you're not 100% like them, then, oh my God, you're the devil. Right, right. It's just like, you know, one of them was arguing with me about uh, about Trump and they don't realize I have all these reservations about Trump. I can talk about it for days. Right. However, I'm I'm being pragmatic and and you're being pragmatic. And a lot of us who are interested in history and thinking are being pragmatic. And and they go, well, if you don't say this person's the devil, then you're against me. And you think I want you. you, They're all worried about you up in cattle cars i'm like we don't even have the resource for that did you know only a third of the navy fighter jets are operative right now i know <laughs> that is falling apart and you're worrying about this shit you, know? <laughs> you think trump says like he's like you know what i've got an endless budget let's start rounding people up you, <laughs> no. you're fucking nuts <laughs> yeah, it's time to load everybody up in carts and start killing them man. <laughs> uh, i guess just beat them really hard with sticks because we don't have the bullets you know exactly. yeah, we can't afford the gas so uh <laughs> Sorry about that. Exactly. They're going to order people while we gave them baseball bats. They're going to bludgeon you to death. I mean, this is, it's insane. Like, our, our economy is crumbling, our infrastructure is collapsing, and our military is underfunded. And you think this guy's going to come. You're so narcissistic. You think that you're yeah, going to be yeah. rounded up. Like, like you, it's actually just an extreme form of narcissism. Like, oh, you matter that much. Well, <laughs> yeah. I mean, they're not even listening. I mean, Trump... Uh, He's not even really a Republican. I mean, he, he uh, and it's like, oh, the LGBT community, which I, it's LGBTQAIXYZ or something. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, it's a new letter every day, the alphabet soup. But uh, it's, oh, he's 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 harmful and LGBT people are scared. And why? He's probably the most pro-LGBT president we've yes. ever had. I mean, he, he made everyone forgets he had Caitlyn Jenner come piss in his ladies' room in the Trump. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, go ahead, Caitlin. You just go ahead and tinkle in there. It's all right. <laughs> you know? <laughs> so I, and then that, oh, he hates Jews. Uh, his daughter, Ivanka, his prized daughter, has converted to Judaism. Uh, she's married to a Jew. His son is married to a Jewish girl. And uh, I believe they're raising the kids Jewish. So how the hell does that happen? Uh, Hitler wouldn't allow that. No, so I mean, they're they're I just so ignorant and stupid and to just, you know, for all these little things they're worried about, I got good news for you. It doesn't matter. And I mean, it, it could easily be made that he's more pro-gay than uh, Hillary and uh, Obama were because Obama was against gay marriage when he ran. <laughs> and they forget all about that. I mean, Obama and Hillary Clinton were both against gay marriage yeah. emphatically. And then here's Donald Trump, who was registered as a Democrat until like 2009 or 2010. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he, he endorsed Hillary Clinton in 2008. Like, these people are like fruit flies. It's just, it's unbelievable their lack of, of ability to remember things that happened only a few years ago. Yeah. And on top of it, Trump, you know, my industry was like, they're like, oh, porn stars are scared about President Trump. His hotel in <laughs> Atlantic City hosted Exotica, which is a big porn <laughs> conference for like 10 years. Yeah, I <laughs> know. Yeah, uh, I mean, there's all the Playboy girls he had affairs with and stuff. You know, everybody knows about it. You know, yeah, you know, what can I say? I love titties and stuff, you know. <laughs> <laughs> it's hilarious. 
I mean, the guy is like the most liberal Republican that's ever existed. Yeah. And these people are freaking out. And I'm like, you know, if, if this had been Romney, you know, if it was like we had a Mormon president, yeah. I would understand some of their some of their panic. I actually think Romney is a lot more pragmatic than to yeah, target. Nothing would have happened to the porn industry yeah. or any of that stuff. Because, I mean, yeah. even you go back to Ed Meese, that was supposed to be the big crackdown on porn. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It didn't really result in anything. You know, I mean, it, it, people uh, bitching about porn is one thing, but if he's actually going to enforce some laws that's going to throw you in jail because you were on film having sex, you know, that that that's, would be major. But yeah, yeah. But there's just, yeah. there was never any argument for it. So the conservatives never really, they didn't do a whole lot. I mean, you got to go back like 100 years ago for that kind of crap. Um, you, you, you know, uh, I mean, it, it, and it's the culturally there was not acceptance of it. So it was always hidden and stuff like that. Then, you know, after the 70s, it broke out and that's it. it. It's done. I mean, it's the Pandora's box. Is know, that's and, not going and, back. And to me, honestly, I hope they do ban it. Like this is where the industry is. <laughs> it'll be cool Good. again. <laughs> it'll be cool again. And it'll it'll fucking thin out the pool of people who shouldn't be in it. Oh, and it'll boy, make it more profitable. Yeah, that's you know? true. Like all, all this goddamn amateur porn. I mean, look, when it comes to porn, leave it to the professionals. <laughs> I know. That's the thing. I mean, I'm like, good. I'm like, you know what? I support a ban. And the, the industry was something the industry is giving me shit. I was they're like, why? I'm like, because it's great. It'll thin out the talent pool. Because people like me will still do it. The thing about it is there's plenty of people like me who go, I don't care. I'm going to do whatever the hell I want. <laughs> and, and we're going to be the ones who make a bunch of money off of it. And it's going to get rid of a lot of this just shit that's out there because yeah. stuff's online and it's free. I don't want it to be online and free. I actually want it to be behind paywalls. I don't think kids should have access to porn. And this yeah. is a thing. Yeah, you know, everybody in the industry, like there's there, there's a lot of people who are like, oh, it should be available. No, I actually don't think it's okay for a seven or eight year old to be surfing the web and a porn po website pops yeah. up. I actually would prefer all of it be behind paywalls. That's how it should be. That's how it was. That's how it was when the internet started. Yeah. And it's, an, it's actually a foreign uh, company that put up these tube sites, started stealing content, making it available to everybody. I, I don't agree with that. I think that it's a problem. And I don't no, think because, I mean, just because it's pornography, it's copyrighted material. But there's it's just, I, but t it's a technological thing. I'm not sure how the hell you police it. Yeah. Well, that's and that's it. But I actually, from a even from a moral standpoint, surprisingly, oh, yeah, yeah. I have morals. Yes, I do. I know, <laughs> I know. <laughs> but you're a porn store. Yeah, you know what? And if you're consenting and you're above age, do whatever the hell you want. I really don't right, care. Right. But I know I don't think seven and eight year old children should be able to get on their phone and watch pornography. Yeah. And and I don't think it's necessarily good because you're you're imposing now some things, some context that they don't have the life experience to understand. And it's plus not as a society, healthy. we're not prepared for that either. I mean, I don't know what kind of impact or psychological impact that could happen. Because I mean, when I think about, damn, I think I was almost 13 years old years old before i fully understood what sex yeah. was all about exactly. and now you've got you know well they're six years old i mean God, I, that, that can't be healthy no it's it's really i don't think it is and i was one of the last generations that, i didn't have the internet until i was you know college right, so it right. didn't matter but and i but i think that there is a value to to 
putting stuff that should be done and seen in private away and, and away from, from vulnerable members of society. And the way the porn industry used to do it was, guess what? It also financially benefits us to, to have it behind the pay sites because now we're, <laughs> we're getting paid for our content. So yeah. you know, this, that's the irony. Again, like these liberals who are like, oh, we support the porn industry. I'm like, actually, you don't because what you're doing is you're impoverishing the content creators because you think everything should be free. Guess what? You're being the Bernie Sanders of porn. Let's give it away. Well, how do we make money? <laughs> Like, 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 I'm sorry, this is my job. So actually, no. And that's I, why now it's all just webcams of fat chicks. Can't even get a chubby. <laughs> Somebody said to me that, like, you know, the problem now is, like, you know, the porn actresses are pretty coy. It's like, but the, the, the cam girls are a bunch of cunts. And it's, yeah. you know, it's they, they actually have an overvalue. And those of us who actually go do the work, we know, I know how hard I work for yeah. not money as people think necessarily right, you know right. even, even the social stigma we but that's because people are like oh it should be free and available everywhere oh, it, yeah I, I had to imagine it was there. devastating to the business i don't even what is the business model i mean i know you got your uh your custom porn things where people have to contact you for that and that's sort of then you can control the cost there yeah. you know they charge you directly so i figured yeah. that well that's one that's one good idea for it but uh but but this idea of just the the porn company, but and I mean every now and then I'll see it on these ads and it's like this looks really expensive, you know, it's like a parody of some movie or something. It's all sets and stuff like that. But yeah. but how do they make the money back? Because it, it, within a few weeks, that's going to be f- stolen, you know. It, that's it, it, it's stolen. I mean, literally, I've seen stuff stolen the minute it hits, and this is the <laughs> problem. You know, I really actually this is one thing I respect Putin for because he shut down all the porn tube sites going into Russia. And <laughs> by doing that, what he did is he enabled Russian content creators to make money again off of their content because now they're they're not having to compete with these tube sites. And I think that's brilliant. I think that that's a great idea. <laughs> because the tube sites, you know, they own half of the production houses these days. Yeah. And so what they're doing is they're monetizing their traffic. And the problem with the monetization of the traffic is then again we get back into the the moral quandary of whether or not you know there should be pop-ups for stuff like this so it's a real it's a real interesting issue because at this point they kind of i don't know if they knew what they were doing they they went in they stole a bunch of content they created tube sites (laughs) they did the general's traffic but then guess what nobody wants to make high quality content anymore so they have nothing left to steal so then they had to buy the production companies (laughs) and fund the production companies to make the content so that they could generate the traffic (laughs) i mean it's it's hilarious it's such a clusterfuck and so for those of us you know some of us i've got a really great fan base i sell customs i you know i do my camp shows and i do fine but that's this is why you know like i said i mean it's it's the bernie sanders model of porn and that (laughs) doesn't benefit anyone now look what you get yeah, I mean, we're, we're, we're the Venezuela of the porn industry at this point. <laughs> well, yeah, oh, we're God. And asking for crumbs of bread. Yeah. <laughs> trying to live. I mean, it's, well, it's, it's, it's not only that, they, they can't get toilet paper down there. Yeah. I, I mean, that's a, you know, and on a porn set, that's a really bad thing. Yes, yes. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Yeah, and and this is but this is the you know this is economics. This is econ one hundred and one, yeah, and yeah. and it's it just goes to show you that they're not teaching anything in universities anymore. Because no. I mean, I, some of them arguing for the advertising model, and I thought, well, yeah, but how, what kind of advertising are you going to be able to get on a porn site? You know, and I other porn sites. <laughs> yeah, that's and that's the thing, and then they're all owned by the same company. So yes, <laughs> it's, it's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. I mean, it's really the, the porn industry has always been. So 
subscription base. That as soon as the web came out, that's where they made their money, and yeah. and that's how it's smart. That's the right way to do it. So when I saw some of these bills, um, you know, that were being pushed by Pence, I was like, good, let's do it. Like I <laughs> like I was like, you know, let's let's start a <laughs> let's start a think tank to start banning porn again. Because yeah. I mean, it's it's. It's no longer contraband. People pay for things that are contraband. It's like, you know, the best thing that happened to alcohol was prohibition. I know. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know it's, it's silly. It's, it's really interesting to me how people don't understand scarcity in economics. And, and you know, Bernie Sanders' traction was an indication that the millennials actually don't understand econ. Oh, econ no, they don't. At all. No. It, it, it is, they, they're just convinced that there's free stuff to be had. And yeah. it's just mean, nasty people. Who I mean, a lot of them really believe that the that, that the rich people are just they're hoarding their money and refusing to spend it because they don't like Obama. So they're just going <laughs> to wait eight years. <laughs> it's like you know that's the thing. People have money. They're constantly investing their money. That's what yeah. they're doing. That's how they make more money. They put money in in into mutual funds or into stocks. I mean, so yeah. they're actually investing in other businesses. In order to create money, it's in their best interest for the economy to run smoothly. That's what it's, it's really bizarre that that these people. It's such a moralized, like it's a, like you said, it's a French Revolution all over again because yeah. they're literally like, oh well, the rich people are bad. Right, you right. You, it's the same thing. Like you talk about immigration. There's a guy who does it with the the gumballs. I don't know if you've seen that online. I don't think so. Um, you got okay. You got to look it up. And for those of you listening, you got to look it up. It's a gumball immigration debate. What he does is he shows numerically, this is the other thing, people are enumerate now. They don't know what $20 trillion means. It no. doesn't mean anything to them. Like, yeah, exactly. Like, you know. like, that's just a really big number. It's like a million, except bigger. Like, they don't understand the gravity of numbers. And this guy talks about immigration, and, and, and you, know, you can apply that to, you know, as people are protesting this immigration stuff. We simply don't have the resource to maintain our standard of living. And even if we took in like a million or two million refugees and immigrants a year, it doesn't even make a dent. No. Globally. Yeah, it right. doesn't change anything because the the you know the the replacement human replacement rate in Africa is like eight. Yeah, <laughs> you know, I know. <laughs> like one, ours is like one point six, so we're like declining, right? Yeah. And it, that should be a good thing. Usually, populations will balance themselves out. Like people are like, "Well, I can't afford to have kids because I'm paying so many taxes and I'm supporting yes. <laughs> to support I, other people's kids." Yeah, which is pretty much what I'm doing. Yeah. Every year. <laughs> so, See, you've got plenty of kids to pay for. Yeah, they're like Mercedes. Don't you have kids? I'm like, I do somewhere. <laughs> yeah, there's somewhere. <laughs> somewhere there's a family of five who I'm sure is very well supported because of my taxes. Um, <laughs> you know, but but these. People don't get it. Like, you know, if we if we actually see a, a declining birth rate, it's because people are saying, hey, there's not enough resource, so we need to just balance out. Humans kind of naturally do this. We're like ants or something. And yeah, even if yeah. we let it go, then the next generation will go, wow, there's all this resource for us. <laughs> like, this is cool because you know, they're getting all the resources of their parents. There's one child in the family, right. so they're going to get all the resources. And then, you know, it, it all kind of balances out. But instead, this Keynesian model of economics says, well, we need to just bring more people in. Yeah. So now bring in people who are culturally not assimilated and don't have skill sets that are useful into our culture and then support them on a crumbling infrastructure. And they'd be shocked when our kids and our kids' kids have no kids right. at all because they can't afford it and they're afraid. They're afraid to. They don't know. They don't even know where they're going in life. Exactly. You know, these, these poor millennials are 30 years old and they're 
they're living at home and they have college debt and their debt serves to the state and all this kind of stuff. Like, yeah, no <laughs> shit, they're not having kids. I'm shocked that they're not getting married and having five kids. Each. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so what did you think was going to happen? And, and all of this will get is bleeding heart. We are the world. Let's bring oh, people in. Lord. Well, we can't support, we can't even support our own people. Yeah, we that's the thing. So that. A lot of these people, I would say, all right, I'll make a deal with you. Uh, all right, we'll open the borders. I will grant yep. amnesty to who's here. Yep. And But uh, they can come in here. They can get a, a legal status. Uh, they can't vote for 25 years uh, and no benefits. You know, uh, yeah. you go to the emergency room, you broke an arm, you'll be treated, that sort of thing, because that's law. But other than that, you, you can't have the benefits that the uh, American-born uh, indigent have. So it, it, uh, that's the deal. And and the problem with that is, like, in France, they have that kind of deal where they say, like, you know, if you're a French, um, most of their immigrants come to the Muslim world, yeah. and they're not allowed to vote. But then that creates all this resentment. This is why it's almost better to just leave the borders closed. Well, well, yeah, like, that's what I would want. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Because they show up, and then for 25 years, they're stewing on the fact that they're not real citizens, and they don't get any of the benefit privileges of the citizenship. And then that's why France has so many problems, because – the Muslim kids don't feel assimilated to society, so why bother assimilating? And what do you know? Then they decide to drive trucks into crowd, you know, crowds of people. I mean, it's not really shocking, but this is why you can't – like you have to say, okay, if we're going to let people in, then we have to give them the full benefit privileges or we can't let them in. Yeah. It, you can't – you cannot do both. It does not work. Yeah. And you know, the millennials are starting to have a reality check on this because they can't find work. They can't. Oh uh, yeah, reality always wins. <laughs> <laughs> you may not believe in it, but it believes in you. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't care. It does not care about you and your nope. little hurt feelings and all nope. that crap. No, no, it's really it's it's fascinating how how to live in this time and to observe this and then to watch just the massive cognitive dissonance because actually the problems are like really simple and they're right there. Yeah. It's not hard. Alert. And yet there's all this dancing around it and I'm going like, am I, I feel like sometimes I'm in like loon tunes. Town. <laughs> I know. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> it's weird. Like yeah. I don't get it. It's, it's, it's surreal. Simple. It's bizarre. It, it's scary, but at the same time it is fascinating. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, I guess it's just, I don't know. I guess humanity's just doomed. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know what? Let's pop some popcorn. <laughs> I know. That's all you can do. Really? Yeah, I'm going to do porn. Anyway. <laughs> well, people ask me, like, why do you do porn? I'm like, well, there's a lot of reasons, but it's kind of my going golf. I'm like, you know, like I looked around and I'm like, fuck it. <laughs> yeah, just have some fun on porn. the way out. I'm going to do porn because it's, because it's, like, what What else am I going to do? Like, what's the point? <laughs> I mean, I, I don't know. I have a body as put as use, I guess. <laughs> what else do you do in this society? Uh, you know, it, it, we're not living in this era where people are organized to do something greater. It's just not happening. No. I wish it was, but it's it's the Ayn Rand model of going goals. You just, you, the, the rational and the pragmatic start to opt out. And right. that's a great loss for society as a whole, because yeah. I know a lot of people like myself who are actually skilled to do a lot of different things, who've all chosen all kinds of bizarre careers for themselves. I have a, a friend who's got a, a PhD in physics who works as a day trader. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know? I mean, there's somebody who should be, who could be getting us to Mars, and he's like, yeah, you know what? I'm just going to make money online. <laughs> <laughs> hey, he's got to eat. <laughs> yes. Exactly. And that's that's paying the mortgage because oh, man, if we unlocked know, all that, I mean, we got 
we've got massive resources that are just sitting in the ground. Yep. Uh, because oh, the, the the planet will burn if we you know just dig for it. You know yeah. these people that you know I'm all about science and no, you're not. They don't. Yeah. They preach revolution, but they don't really believe in its uh, consequences. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, they they preach all this science, but uh, when the when the reality uh, checks the, uh, the 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 models and beliefs, well, they just mm-hmm. they just change the title from global warming to climate change, you know, and so on and so forth. And it's just yep. like the recently they had that uh, Dakota pipeline protest and stuff, yeah. and now they're yep. having a massive problem of the trash that the the green protesters left behind. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, when that snow melts, all that shit's going to pollute the river and the drinking water. <laughs> the exact same thing. They oh. said they were fighting because of the oil pipeline. And you know what's crazy is that I actually know um, one of the engineers that worked on the project. And, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. And and I saw actually like he gave me all this documentation. I'm you know I'm not I'm not adept with civil engineering per se, but I, I worked I was a fluids engineer. I worked on cryogenics, and so uh-huh. I was looking at what he was doing. <laughs> And I'm looking at the, the depth that they wanted to put this pipeline underneath this waterbed, and it's so safe. It's through clay. Oh, yeah. They actually, he over-engineered this by like a factor of 10. And <laughs> that's typical. You know, like in aerospace, we do the same thing. We'd over-engineer by like a factor of 100. And he, he did, he, this is a very safe, safely concepted um, pipeline. Right. So here's, this thing actually would have been totally fine, but now they've stopped work. Yeah. And that's costing money. And now they want to do so. And at the end of the day, that's the only real way to get through there. So it's going to happen one way or another. Yeah, eventually, because you you know when you when people start to starve, then mm-hmm. we'll start making progress again. Yeah, but the, but know? how much of it is the money? How much of it is that there's somebody in the tribe that wants to get paid? Well, yeah, yeah. There's that. Yeah, they, all that sort of crap. They had to pay. They wanted to get paid off. And the whole thing's a protection racket and a racket to begin with. About different industries. The whole green industry is a racket. I mean, that, that whole business with Obama. I'm gonna, we're going to have uh, green jobs. That's going to replace the jobs uh, we're losing in the oil industry because I'm shutting them down. And we're gonna, have, you know, green job. Well, it turns out all these guys were campaign contributors, and yeah. they they pocketed the 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 the, the tax or excuse me investment, <laughs> yes. and then immediately within a few months declared bankruptcy because no one's buying their solar shit, and yeah. uh, they pocketed what's left. Yes, that's exactly. it. <laughs> Flat exactly. out theft right in front of God and everybody. Nobody batted an eye. No, well, in, I, I live in California, unfortunately. And, uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. I'm very sorry. <laughs> I know. Me too. And I mean, Jerry Brown back in the 70s embezzled yeah. all of the money that later became, I think it was the either the 10 or the 105 freeway. I can't remember which one. The, Ronald Reagan set it up. that The land was owned. They were going to put a, a freeway or a train there. Yeah. Jerry Brown says he's going to build this magical special train that's in the sky that goes a million miles an hour or whatever. Embezzled <laughs> all the money steals his records and later on i guess it was reagan was after reagan was after this he had to reagan had to clean this up and had to buy that land back at a value of 10 times the cost (laughs) (laughs) to build a freeway so then jerry brown governor moonbeam gets in again because california voters are evidently idiots and have no (laughs) yes apparently (laughs) apparently and then he's so so for eight years They've been planning this train. It's going to be a high-speed rail. It's going to go between uh, L.A. and Sacramento because, you know, Sacramento is such a destination. People in L.A. are just stomping <laughs> at the pit to get to Sacramento. Oh, I hey, probably should have thought of that. 
<laughs> yeah, and especially because it costs $75 on Spirit Air each way to get on a fucking plane and be there in an hour. You know, whatever. The only people who actually do it are bureaucrats anyway. So they, yeah. so then it's got to build a special rail. Then, then they're like, well, maybe we'll run out of the existing rail. Well, the existing rail has, it does have a speed limit. So, so for this part of it, it'll only go this half. So for eight years, this has been happening. The, the fucking thing hasn't been built. They've embezzled like billions of dollars. And to you know, to give us all some 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 context on this, it took three years in the 1860s to build a transcontinental railroad. Right, so right. We didn't even have pre-hardened metal. We didn't know how to anneal iron at the time, but we got a train <laughs> built from one end of the continent to the other in three fucking years in the 1860s. But you know what? Right now, in the year 2017, it's really hard for us yeah. to get a train from from Los Angeles to Sacramento. <laughs> Because there's some reason for that that nobody knows. But also, Jerry Brown will steal his records again. And yeah. <laughs> no, I don't know where any of that money went. But he's totally green. He's like so pro green. Like, oh, did you know he was? Yes. He actually studied Buddhism once. So that yeah. makes it all. There you okay. go. That's a plus. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's fucking leading to. They feel like, oh, thank God, we got a Democrat in office. <laughs> yeah, that's all it is, you know. Uh, yeah, uh, Democratic Party membership goes a long way to protecting yeah. your, your criminal behavior. Because every now and then you'll get one, and uh, Republicans don't have as much, but they got some. <laughs> but uh, like, and of course, Hillary. I mean, good lord, her political class privileges flaunted everybody when she's committing crimes right in front of you. <laughs> yeah, she's she's doing it like she's actually like on the classified server in Congress, going, "Wait a second, I gotta send something out <laughs> to the Saudis right now. Hold on." Like, can we print that and scan it and send it to Saudi Arabia? And she's doing it in front of you. And, and everyone's like, well, you know, what does it matter? Like, what does it matter at this point? Who cares? Yeah, you know? and that's the part of the problem. I mean, no one really understands it. And it's just, it's just well, uh, yeah, I'm sure they were trying to help people. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, the Saudis totally needed that classified info to, like, help with some of their human rights stuff that they're yeah. doing. So yeah. she was just really helping the world, actually. That's that's what was happening. She was actually being a philanthropist yes. by, by taking classified documents, retyping them on her private email server, and sending them out. Because <laughs> it's, it's, it's a matter of human rights at this point. Now, not to mention that some of us who actually had security clearances, who would actually, like I'd be in federal prison for the rest of my life. Yes. If I did even a fraction of yes. that. Like if, like, and some are. I mean, they had military yes. servicemen, you know, prosecuted them to throw the book at them. Yeah. You right. know? Like, you know, and it just can't seem to get that through people's heads. I mean, you're giving up your own rights here by yeah. allowing her special privileges where she yeah. can commit crimes like that. And if you do it, God damn it, you're, you know, you're going to prison. But and the the fascinating thing is she's actually Miranda now. She's like, let them eat cake. Yes. But then but then the revolution's on her side. It's like, yeah, yeah, I know. They're all <laughs> right on, girl. Yeah, well, you know what? This shitty cake. <laughs> I'm with you. Let's have them all eat cake. Oh, Let's get burns and stuff. They're, they're, it, it's moronic. I mean, like it's really. It's really funny. It's, it's just, almost, yeah. it, it almost has to be funny. Like, we have to laugh at it. I know. It. Hey, what else are you so, going to do? You, you'll cry yourself to death. <laughs> <laughs> I like to cry and laugh at the same time. Well, yeah, it happens. Silently in the shower. Yeah. By, <laughs> in a fetal position. Rocking back and forth. <laughs> this can't be real. It can't be, you keep like, looking like, around, looking for Rod Serling to be in the corner, just yeah. narrating your life. Exactly. It all makes sense now. Oh wait, wait! It's a, it, it is a hologram. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I can be okay with this now. Oh can we God! Thank God! It's just the Matrix. And, 
<laughs> I, I mean, if we really are the creators of our own reality, I'm like, I just want to know how the hell I created Hillary Clinton. <laughs> oh, what in the world? What did I eat? You know? Yeah, like, like we're all, it's just a, it's a big giant magic mushroom trip. And we're like, it's going to be okay. <laughs> it's going to end. She's like the monster that just won't go away when you're out in the forest on mushrooms by yourself. <laughs> Not that yeah. I would know about that or anything. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, I'll always owe Trump for that one because that inauguration night. Uh, watching that happen and watching those faces when they realized <laughs> the impossible had happened. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, it was hilarious. I mean, it was really funny to watch. And, and I don't know, you know, there's been some uh, reports that have not been verified that she had, she and Bill had a little temper tantrum. Yeah, I heard that too. And yeah. Things. And, you know, I mean, that wouldn't put it past them at all. But Oh, no, I, mean, I totally was, believe it. <laughs> but I think she really thought she was going to win. I think, well, I think. Yeah, yeah, she did. Yeah. She really, she really believed it, and, and yeah. she didn't understand. Number one, nobody likes you. I know. <laughs> number two, actually, Trump has been very effective, and and your voters are on social media. There's nothing that you could have done to stop this. You have a history of being a criminal, and yeah. we don't want you. We don't want you. And it's just so sweet that she got beat by this clown. You know, I mean, <laughs> I, he, I, I know he's an asshole, but he's a funny asshole, and he makes me laugh. You don't. <laughs> Yeah, it's true. You're I mean, she, she actually lost out to a carrot. I know. She, that just is so sweet. God. They could have literally run her against a parsnip and people would have been like, you know what? I gotta say, I think the parsnip is right. But yeah. I, I you know, I heard reports that she collapsed or something, and I think that's probably true, you know, because this is her whole life leading up to this. And because, uh, uh, you know, Podesta comes out to give him the little speech. Well, we'll come back tomorrow. Yeah. No, you won't. And uh, so I'm thinking she probably did. You know, she just cannot believe this happened. <laughs> I mean, it's hilarious. And, you know, it's funny because all these feminists are pushing for her. And I'm like, so, so out of, wait a second. Out of 300 million people, this is the best we women got. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, if, if you're using Hillary Clinton as a bastion of the virtue of female leadership, <laughs> then maybe we need to take the vote away from the women. I'm just saying. And I mean, look, <laughs> what is her career? Well, she married Bill Clinton. Yeah. <laughs> That's married- it. That's her big career move. That's what <laughs> got her all her so-called accomplishments was she yeah. was Mrs. Bill Clinton. It's absolutely, and, and even even when she she couldn't answer questions during, while she was running, she's like, "Well, you know, Bill's really good at that." I know, yeah, Bill'd be there, you know, and he, I mean, <laughs> you know, well, you know, I was good in my day, but I'm kind of I'm pissing on myself now because, <laughs> man, I'm shriveling up like a prude. <laughs> well, she's such a feminist that she's like, you know what? That's hard. So I'll just call Bill. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, Honey, can you fix the economy for us? <laughs> oh, the ironies, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she's a, she's well, that's the thing. Uh, you know, and looking back at it, there was a couple of times where uh, Clinton, even kind of Bill Clinton, uh, he kind of got it. You know, he says, you know, we're not paying attention to these states that, you know, and she took them for granted. And boy, the so-called blue line, you know, and they didn't <laughs> was- listen to him. He was just there to say, remember me in the 90s? It was so cool and stuff. <laughs> It was great. We had money. Well, he's, it's 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 actually the case of point of every relationship where he's like, "Well, honey, honey, I I, I think you're doing shut up, Bill. I know exactly." Yeah, no. <laughs> this is my like, turn. This is it's my turn to do this. He's like, "Well, honey, honey, that's not that's not how you build an alternator." He's like, "Shut up, I don't care. I'm a woman. Hear me more." And you know what? That's how women lose elections. This is this is out of all the women that could be elected 
Hell, let's put Judge Janine in charge. She's yeah, great. No you, want, you want a woman? I say, here's a woman who actually established herself, and she's still a, she's Hillary Clinton's age, and she looks. I know. Yeah, it, that'll tell you something right there. What the? It hell? tells you. It tells you who's happy and who's miserable. Right, right. You know, there's a saying. I think it's in French that after forty, you make your own face. <laughs> like, <laughs> like you know, your genetics don't matter at that point. It's really Jeez. how you live. It's how you interact with people. And Judge Janine. I mean, I'm looking at her like this is why. This is this is why people people respect her on her own terms. She's right. not going on her show like, oh, maybe I need to call my husband in to fix the economy. <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> Hillary Clinton is is actually everything that women should not be, right? And everything that feminists have become. Yeah. And this, and nobody wants you. Yeah, you know what, honey? Just like he doesn't want to date you, we don't want you running for president. <laughs> so <laughs> sorry, boo hoo. I mean, feminism at this point has shot itself in the foot. So, I mean, even when you when they marry it with the transgender thing, we're now uh, you, you're letting men declare themselves as women. Yeah. <laughs> so, which yeah. you don't realize what a mockery of womanhood that means. And they're better at it. The funny thing yeah. about it. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's true. There's quite a few. Yeah, they're good. A lot of these transgender, because I work, you know, the porn industry. Some of these transgender porn stars put all the women to shame. I'm telling you. (laughs) (laughs) They're the best looking women in the whole damn crowd. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm like, how does that feel to see that men are better at everything? (laughs) There you go. They're they're better at being women. They've taken over the makeup companies where now, like, CoverGirl, like, it's all cover boys now. Like, they have nothing but like gay male like makeup models and they're better at it and the male makeup artists are better at it i'm like you know this is this was a major miscalculation ladies boy, yeah, be, be, boy it, always learn the old adage of be careful what you wish for huh the trainees are like yes oh my god i'm gonna show you what a good woman i am and you know what some of these guys like you know and i talk to people about all kinds of sex stuff a lot of these guys are like you know what I prefer to fuck the trans because they get better points. <laughs> so, honey, they're even out sucking you at this point. I mean, <laughs> that's how much better the men have become at everything. Sorry. So, you know? There you I go. Think that's, well, that's then I guess we need a tranny to run for president in the next yeah. election. That's what you know we... what? Probably would be more competent than Hillary Clinton could ever be. I guarantee Oh, easily, easily. You know, I mean, I... And, I'm not even halfway joking at this point because oh, I'm like, like I just said, a hundred years of uh, pure cesspool shit. Uh, <laughs> I yeah, go ahead, run for it. Yeah, we we'll see if I, I'll probably vote for you. Yeah, no, seriously. Like, I mean, I work with a lot of trans, transgender performers, and you know, I can tell you, they're they're great. They're yeah. great. <laughs> they got the logic of a man in the body of a woman mostly, and they have penises, which I like. So yeah. that kind of works for me. Like I, I look at the combination, I go, "That's not bad." <laughs> yeah, I, I think those tend to be the the happier ones because the ones that go all the way sometimes it, it doesn't end well. You know, I mean, there was, I mean, the, the suicide rates seem to be pretty high. Yeah, I think, that. and I think that you know, there's a there's a portion. I, I have I've met both kinds of transgender people. I've yeah. met some that are really that I'm like, you know what? I think she really is a woman. Yeah, <laughs> like, I think yeah. Like, <laughs> I don't. I think that's how this is. I don't think she's a man. I, I'm just convinced of it. And then some of them, I'm like, you know, I think maybe there's like a mental illness, like there's something happening. Yeah, yeah, it varies. And, and so that's why I kind of am not very hard line on it because I, I do. Right, right. I, I experience so many people that I think that it's just all really special. Case. And also, at the end of the day, I don't really care as long as people aren't uh, violating. You know, I'm libertarian about it. It's just when, when it, it's become lately this fad. 
And there was even someone, maybe it was Gavin's show or one of the shows, can't remember which one, but there was a transgender uh, on there and had been that way for a while now. Yeah. And then, uh, and she just pointed out, like, so yeah, it's kind of like everybody's suddenly transgender now, and it, it's all bullshit, you know. <laughs> uh, you know? <laughs> so, take trendy. it from the tranny's mouth. Uh, <laughs> it's trendy. It's become a trend. Anyone right, think- right. And that could be, and something like that. Uh, that you know, that's a big step uh, when you're no longer in that whatever phase or mindset you're yep. in, which it can, can happen. Yep. You know, absolutely. that's kind of irrevocable at some point. You know, the uh, boob implants go ahead, knock yourself out. You can get those back out. But right. uh, boy, once you once you lose that sure. dick, sure. it's sure. gone. And that's <laughs> one of the things one of them was describing says they didn't prepare me for phantom dick. And I hadn't even thought of that, but you know, like phantom limb, you know, oh, if you lose yeah. a leg or something, they still feel it, but it's not there. God, Weird. that must be like torture. That's that's actually really bizarre. See, most of the transgender girls I work with, I mean they're you know, in the industry, they call them, you know, chicks with dicks. I mean, they're, they're, yeah. they're trans, they've still got their, their equipment intact, yeah. but they, but they appear to be women right. and, and they're on all the hormones. And yeah, so it yeah. kind of makes them female, but you know, you can't change that Bi- biologically. If you've gone through puberty, there's certain just wiring differences between yeah, that. And it, it's stuck that way. It, I mean, it, there is something it, to it. I mean, we all come out of the same DNA stuff, you know? So the idea that some of this kind of mix up could happen is not you know crazy it, it probably is but it's just such a minor like you, you look at the actual percentage of people who are transgender and it's yeah. such a small oh, yeah. it, these are these are things that like it's like talking about uh, like people who are missing their left arm or something i mean right, the statistics right. are about the same like i like i get it like i don't care use whatever bathroom you want like yeah. It's just, well, just, yeah. If, for me <laughs> as a man i don't care because yeah. you know, we're not threatened by that. It's just, I, I, you know, it's like women having men come into the ladies' room. That became a, was a bit of a problem because some of the you, where you just identify. Okay, I'm a woman today. I'm still dressing like I always do. I haven't done any yeah. surgery or anything. But I, right. you know, and it was quite. There was quite. A, they didn't get a whole lot of press because it's not a helpful narrative for the press. But right. there was quite a few of these incidents where these guys were taking pictures of little girls in the ladies' yep. room and stuff like that. And that's what. It, and that's, yep. that's not an, uh, a crazy fear. Yeah, because well, because once again, it's showing how government is so helpful. Because the reality is that most of the transgender women I know look like women. So yeah, if they walk yeah. into a ladies' room, you would they, never they, know. You wouldn't know. They look like women. They act like women. They have no interest in taking pictures of little girls. I mean, they're 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 women. They right. they, they 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 become transgender because they like men, mostly. Yeah. And so, Usually, you know, yeah, every now and then there's one that uh, I guess he, he was a lesbian trapped in a man's body, which I would have thought right. would be paradise, but <laughs> you, would think, you would think so. Right? And it's funny because, it, and I know some of the transgenders that are that still primarily date women, but yeah. they're, they're the ones who are really in it, who are living that life, they're so much in that that it's not really a big deal when they walk into a bathroom you and i wouldn't know yeah. um but the but the problem with the legislation is that you get some fucking pervert who's like oh cool now right, i'm gonna right. pretend to be. that's that's the issue if they just left it the fuck alone it really wouldn't even be a problem yeah at all because i don't I mean, know yeah. of any real occurrences where there was horrific uh injury done to any trannies because of uh no. of bathroom issues i think they just did it and no one even noticed that's that's exactly what it was. Nobody actually gave a shit. And that's I mean, always the problem with the professional activists. You know, they they, they got to stir shit. And I think a lot of this happened because gay marriage became legal. You know, and that battle was over. So the professional I, activists would have to go get a real job down. No, no. <laughs> now we've got trans people to protect, and we got to force churches to have gay weddings or have bakeries make 
cakes, you know, if you're not, well, I'm just not going to put those two plastic figurines on there because they're both grooms. Oh, well, you've got to be sued and all this, you know. It's so silly. And the funny thing about all of it, I really think it was the Obama administration purposefully drumming this up to yeah. try to like motivate their liberal base into being all pro. Oh, Hillary's going to take care of us. Yeah, the same woman who we have like multiple instances of footage saying, I don't believe in gay marriage. <laughs> she never <laughs> believed in it. You know, but just, they stick their finger in the wind and figure, oh, well, here's some people to exploit. Hillary Clinton believes whatever you pay her to believe. She's yeah, like, I yeah. think it's great too. And they're like, so Saudi paycheck win? <laughs> I mean, it's, it's, this is a woman with no morals and no convictions yeah. at all. And, you know, I don't understand. Like, look, I I work in a very I, – I am – I'm bisexual. I do all these things. And guess what? I don't want to be anywhere that people don't want me. Like if somebody said to me, Oh, well, you know, we think porn is immoral and bad and we don't want you around. That's okay. Yeah. I, I, why would I fight with you on that? If you believe that, as long as you're not really coming after me, what the hell do I care? Right. But I'm right. Not gonna it, it would only be a problem if there was nowhere else for you to go. Exactly. You know, and it's it, like this thing with the, the photographers and bakeries and stuff. It's like, well, if you can prove in your general area that it's an undue burden for you to go to another shop because it's too far away, then I guess you would have a case. But if the right. next the next bakery down next door is said, yeah, I'll bake the cake because that's exactly the situation. Yeah. Uh, then there's no problem in the court should never have been brought into this. Yeah, and, and also make a cake. Like make it. Like I know. I know. I'll make you the cake, and he, I'll sell you the the grooms or the or the brides. You yeah. do whatever you want. I don't want to know about it. <laughs> exactly. That's really. It's just a libertarian. You know. I thought the Christians were very libertarian in that sense because they said all. You know. It, but, but to me, it's like if you're a gay couple, why would you even want to give money? Exactly. To a you know, and, and it's like that, the 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 caterer who's a Christian caterer or uh, a photographer, or whatever. Well, then why do you even want them at your wedding? Yes. You know exactly. Like, you and know, of course, we know why because no no actual wedding happened here. Some activists yeah. went looking for someone to turn them down, and they found one. Exactly. And that's all. Exactly. And that's, you know, they're looking for a fight. Yes. And that's always bad news. Yeah. Always bad news. Uh, yeah. It's sad. It's oh, sad. man. Look at the time. Jeez. Yep. Please, I could do this. I could talk to you all night. I wish oh, I yeah. could. But, well, uh, I I'm happy to come back on whenever. It's always a blast chatting with you. Yes, it's uh, the pleasure's all mine. So we, we got to do more than uh, just six months in between. I know. So. <laughs> Let's try to make it like at least like a monthly thing. Yeah. So okay. Can, that, yeah, we'll call it that time of the month. <laughs> exactly. It's that time of the month again with Mercedes. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. That was another topic. Uh, I saw like, some woman was going on about the the free bleed. I'm a free bleeder. So she was doing her yoga in her yoga class in white spandex pants while, you know, just menstruating everywhere. Oh, these people just want attention, you know? Yeah, that's, I know. That's, they're just, I mean, they're just like petulant children, like you say. You're just going, look, I get it, honey. Yeah. You're very special. Let me give you a special little little badge for your free bleeding month. Let me give you your certificate. You can feel really special. Everybody notices you. Yeah, I'll, 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 I'll give her a pad, an absorbent you, pad. 
Here you go. <laughs> Here's a Kotex. Here is a, it looks like an award, but it's really a Kotex. <laughs> God, it's it's Jeez. just like I mean, a lack of even we're at, we're at lack of hygiene as a way to get attention. You know, that's part of it because our society is so accepting that you actually have to let yourself bleed in white spandex to get attention anymore. <laughs> <laughs> to get attention about your pee. But I mean, really, what are you, are you gonna pee and poop all over yourself too? I mean, because that's a bodily <laughs> function. I'm not ashamed of my shit. Yes. Well, what's the problem? You should be. <laughs> so that's a project for 4chan. Just get them on it. Like some sort of like free shitting movement. It's a feminist. Well, I think they did. Yeah, I think that's where it started. Yeah, you the know, and they fell for it and went with it. Can we get any of these <laughs> dumb bitches to bleed on themselves? And sure enough. <laughs> <laughs> 4chan makes me so happy. <laughs> Yeah, the court gestures of our our age. Oh yes, they are. Oh, boy. Well, okay. Uh, 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 thank you for being on the show, uh, Mercedes. Always a pleasure. And yes, we will have to make this a regular event because, like I said, I could do this all night. You're a, yep. a real doll, and I don't just mean because you're sexy. You're uh, brilliant and uh, just such a, a treasure. And uh, and again, very grateful that you would agree to do my show. So thanks for coming on. I'm happy to. And also, before I go, I just want to let your veteran listeners know, if they go to my profile, uh, my Twitter, at the Mercedes X, I'm doing a project. We didn't get we didn't get into it. And I should have gone into it in the beginning, okay. but it doesn't matter because you guys can find out about it. I'm actually creating a uh, an adult website where all of the male talent are veterans. So I'm doing wow. castings, and, and emails are coming in. And I know that your, your show is on the conservative end. Maybe there's some vets out there. If you guys want to check it out, you can go to my profile. And uh, that will be that. So I just want to throw that out there. Wow, our- finding work for veterans. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm 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 hoping I'm basically auditioning them. So if I can uh, recommend them to the industry, then uh, okay, we'll yeah. have some good steady work. So well, know, hey, was that what that guy was talking about with the uh, Uncle Sam picture? Yes, that's exactly what that was. Okay, I I, I tweeted you one. <laughs> you did oh, <laughs> with you like, as Uncle Sam. <laughs> yes, it's perfect because I'm like I want you. I no, I, I do. I want you. <laughs> so. So yeah, it's a whole you. army of, of of actual war vets, <laughs> an, an actual ar- uh, an actual porn army. It's a it's yeah, going to be a porn, porn army. <laughs> <laughs> so, I, I just like when I do things like we don't just do them a little bit. We go all the way. We go full military. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> when she says hardcore, she means it. Yeah, you can I do the hardcore, it. but spelled core. It's you know <laughs> the yeah, division of the military. <laughs> that's right. I might. I just might have to gangbang a platoon at this point. So. <laughs> Well, I love having you in the foxhole. <laughs> oh, I'm very entertaining. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right, Mercedes. Thank you very Thanks much. So much. Thanks so much, Nelson. I will see you next month. We're going to make uh, that happen. Yes, right. right. Yes. Yep. All right. Well, <laughs> Good care. night and take care. Okay, bye. Bye bye. All right, there we have it. Uh, once again, I want to thank uh, Mercedes Carrera for being my guest. And uh, who am I to argue with that brilliant? So uh, we'll be seeing more of her on this show. So uh, next month, uh, I'm sure she'll visit with us again. And we'll make that a regular feature. 
Uh, oh, no night night for this episode because uh, I went long, so uh, I just you know didn't want to tack on any more. And uh, so it should be next week, but I will give you forewarning: I have a guest coming for next week's show as well, and one fo- the one following that. So, <laughs> but I'm I think I can fit it in somewhere in there, and then that'll be the concluding chapter in the uh, origin of Bubo story, and then uh, we'll move on to something else. Uh, You'll see. I've got things coming your way. So thanks again to Miss Mercedes Carrera. And you can follow her on Twitter at the Mercedes triple X. And of course, at Mercedes Carrera.net. All right. Thanks for listening and good night, everybody. The views and opinions expressed during the Mr. Nelson show do not necessarily reflect those held by RadioMisfits.com. So, any complaints and or comments should be sent to at Mr. Nelson on Twitter, where they will be promptly ignored and or blocked. don't know that there is a crisis. I think the media is being a little rough on the Trumpster, but here's why. I think the media is being so rough on the Trumpster. It has everything to do with the fact...